size up with you And when I defang the viper Trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere Jeff, I already put you out I don't even know why you're out here right now Keep on talking Hey, hey, do me a favor Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting And you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew And Mustafa, you out here A boy among men And I'm gonna tell you what you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Alright, and welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin. We are going to do the SummerSlam breakdown from tonight's uh, matchup, this pay-per-view. We're doing it right, pretty much right after SummerSlam is over. Yep, Devin, yep. Give late us night? Late night, late night breakdown, basically. First time ever we're doing this on the same day as a pay-per-view, same night as a pay-per-view, so yeah, it's going to be great. usually we do this like Wednesdays, Thursdays, but you mm-hmm. know, usually we get more time to... Get our thoughts together, but right now it's just in its, in its rawest form right now. Yep, you're getting our raw reactions to it. So, Devin, why don't you give us a couple of uh, quick hits, just your general reactions to this card. Love the Fiend. Love oh, the man. Fiend. Oh, man. Love the Fiend. Oh, man. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Nothing more. I mean, you we, can we... say You can say maybe <laughs> Seth Rollins and, 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 and Brock Lesnar. Ah, that's a decent match, but, yeah. you know, they did a lot. You know that that's that build up sucked. Oh, you, you know you had to oh. damn near kill Seth Rollins to bring me back to in or bring us back a in. A little bit interested, exactly, yes. exactly. Oh. But you know it, it the Summer Slam card in a whole was I don't know. To me, I felt like it was a bit underwhelming, yeah. and and the only part like you said we, we, <clears throat> we talked about before the show was the fiend that the fiend that saved this show saved it saved it. I applauded that whole thing. Like, as soon as it started up, man, I was on my feet. I was just like, oh, my God, just just applauding what was happening. Like, thank you so much. for what this, Because this followed the Kofi and Randy matchup, which, oh, oh my God. God, bro. We'll talk this, about it. But, oh, man. You you oh, just got me pissed off all oh over again. Because yeah. I'm already pissed off about certain things like SmackDown's yeah. Women's Championship. I don't even yeah. want to go there right now. Oh, and then man. you have to bring up yeah. our, our main event. Hey, we got it. It's, it's part of the card. It was it was going to be our main event. If we were booking, this was the main event, Kofi and Randy. And yeah. for what they chose to do, you're just like, what? I, I, I'm just speechless. Like, what? why? Anyway, we will get into it. We will get into that. We're going to go in order, basically take it from the beginning, starting with some of these pre-show matches and leading all the way up to the main event, the official main event, which we both predicted it was going to be the Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins matchup. Yep. So let's start from the beginning. All right. The pre-show matches. Now, full disclosure, I started watching basically at the Buddy Murphy-Apollo Crews matchup. Um, So the Cruiserweight Championship match, I missed. Um, But I do know the results here was Drew Gulak. He had won. He beat Oni Lorcan. Did you end up seeing this? I did watch that match, but I was having technical difficulties. Man. Oh, right. So well, I really couldn't. Yeah, this, yeah, I really couldn't get into that match. I wanted, it, it was a decent match, but I couldn't really get into it, man. Because yeah. of the issues. Like, I, I guess WWE Network got some issues to work out because it really impacted the way I, you know, I wanted to watch that uh, championship match. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we didn't switch over then to PlayStation because your issues, like you had said before on the, on the TakeOver show that we just did, were on PlayStation. So it right, was, it right. was like and it was working flawless. Winding and yeah. On PlayStation for for TakeOver was, was, was perfect, flawless. Said. Yeah. SummerSlam, man, it, it was a totally different story. Yeah, we were watching on Xbox and it was pausing every once in a while. And then, you know, it was fine during the, the main card. But during pre-show, it was having some issues for us, too. Um, so yeah, hopefully they, they figure that out, you know, whatever that, that problem is. Cause that, that does suck. Um, yeah. so real brief, just saying that drew Gulak won. I'm going to, going to go back and watch this matchup. I do want to see, cause I want to see only Lorkin, um, specifically for him. Cause you know, only Lorkin, I feel like is one of those guys who he's a hard worker. Um, yeah. he's been around for a long time. He's basically, I know him from NXT, just like, uh, his, his work, uh, and his tag team that he has. Um, going on, but here in 205 Live uh, with Drew Gulak, I feel like it, it would be one of those great technical matchups slash stiff matchups where both of these guys are just like, you know, you can feel the impact of each, you know, European uppercut and every fist and everything that they're doing. So I do want to see it, but Drew, Drew Gulak going over, um, I'm fine with it. You know, I think that that's, that's fine to continue to build Drew Gulak as the face of 205 Live, at least for now. Uh, for Oni Lorkin, it's just cool that he's getting a chance. Even yeah, though maybe even getting him that that spot, man. Yeah, you know, even though it's pre show, but it's still on, a solo match. Yeah. You know, is not on NXTs on the main roster. Main so to roster, speak. technically, yeah, exactly, man. So and then what, what I saw from what I saw, he was still being Oni Lorkin, man, with the whole the European uppercuts being being stiff, with the st- very stiff chops. Uh, him and Drew Gulak going back and forth with it, man. So. It was cool, but, you know, I just wish I didn't have those issues from yeah. that standpoint because it just sucked to have that, man, yeah. when, it, it, when it was really a, a good match. Yeah, man, definitely definitely wanted to go back and rewatch to see it because I definitely want to pay some respect to those guys for sure. Um, right after that, Buddy Murphy went against Apollo Crews, and I caught – this is where I started watching it. I caught it, like, in the middle of this matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buddy Murphy and Apollo Crews were on the outside, and then Rowan showed up. And just started beating down Buddy Murphy, so that ended the matchup. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Roan was basically telling Buddy Murphy, "Keep my name out your mouth. Keep my name out <laughs> your mouth." You know, like just mad that for context, Buddy Murphy had named Rowan as the person he saw yeah, yeah, he uh, when, on him. when Roman Reigns had the structure <laughs> pushed down on him. So he snitched. So basically. Snitches get stitches. Yeah, that's what the fans say it do, yeah. man. <laughs> like, snitches get stitches. See, I didn't even hear that. I didn't, didn't? even hear them say that. No, oh, I was no. cracking up when I, when I heard it. And since, you know, wow. I was having network issues, every wine, and I heard it again. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that, too. But that's perfect. Yeah, that's just kind of what it felt like seeing that beat down. I'm like, yep, that's what it's all about. It's yeah. prison rules. You know, you don't exactly. talk. <laughs> you don't talk. You see something. Yeah, man, because mouth. I was surprised for Buddy Murphy to be on the pre-show because yeah. him and that was just kind of completely random ass match Apollo totally Crews and Buddy Murphy I'm like I was surprised I was like what is happening this yeah, is I was cool like, that Buddy's okay. on TV but right yeah so I was like yeah, okay now we know why though is because of Rowan like they're trying to continue that storyline um, which I was surprised we didn't see Roman at all during, nah. during any of this like he wasn't nah, in SummerSlam at all right so, like no back no backstage segment nothing Nothing. We saw Daniel Bryan backstage, like he was watching as Rowan looking at the video, was putting a beat yeah. down, you know, to to Buddy Murphy. But yeah, yeah, no Roman, no Roman. So that's new. Um, then the next one we had uh, Elias uh, having his performance to the crowd at Toronto, and in true Elias form, he uh, was giving it to the <laughs> Toronto crowd. 
uh, oh, mentioned the Blue Jays weren't worth nothing. You know, talked about the Maple Leafs. Uh, even mentioned he's going to go to L.A. to hang out hey, with his with friend Kawhi. Kawhi. <laughs> oh, man. I knew it. Too. I was waiting. That was, I was funny. Like, he's going to mention Kawhi. Yeah. He's yep. going to mention Kawhi. He has to. This is the moment. This is Elias. He's going to do it. So when he did, I'm like, all right, there we go. I'm satisfied. Yeah. And then Edge showed up, which I was like, I'm, I'm always happy to see Edge, man. Like, Edge was such a great superstar back in his day. And, you know, to see Edge come back and then hear his music. Like, he has one of the best theme songs he does. ever. He does. Just, you know, in wrestling, period. Like, he's just, it's just such I a fun thing. intro. Song. Like, you think you yeah. know me. And then it starts off and gets into the, oh, my God, man. Yeah, he did have one day. of them. Yeah. I and he stands clearly. up with the pyro. Yeah. Pop. I wish the pyro was still there. Oh, we had his yeah. hands well, up. They like did, and it's funny because they actually did do pyro at this show. Yeah. So I felt like they that did. was kind of a missed opportunity. They, for him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just do it. Just why not? Let's just have some fun, man. Just give us the pyro. Because it's like endless pyro. It's like him and Batista's back in the day. Oh. Like that pyro would just never stop. It yeah. was just amazing to watch. Do, 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 do. Exactly. It's like, wow. Oh, man. The hype is real at this point, you know, when yes. you see that pyro. But, yeah, so Edge, and he came out with, like, a little extra pep and stuff. You know, he's running. He's moving. He looked good, like, running around yeah, in the, in the entranceway. Then he got in the ring, and then he delivered a spear to Elias, which I was shocked by that. Like, yeah. Edge, he retired because of a neck injury. Yeah. And, you know, I thought he was never going to be able to do any kind of action whatsoever. And then he delivered the spear to Elias. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, he's cleared to do that? Even? Right. Like, just so. That's semi-bumpish with a spear. Because tell- just- Man, it made Man, a lot of stuff thinking, go wrong with that. It had, it, but it had me thinking. Maybe what if Edge got some good news? Because you know Daniel Bryan ended his career on a neck injury, but now he's okay. You know Paige is is trying to stay positive about maybe one day being able to return. Uh, Daniel Bryan inspired her to maybe still hold out hope. What yeah. if maybe Edge is at least semi healthy enough to be able to do a little bit in the ring? I mean, if this is the precursor to a Edge like WrestleMania matchup with someone, oh my god! Like I, I would be so happy. Like it just just the thought of that when I saw that spear, like my 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 imagination just ran wild when he hit that spear. Like I saw all these different scenarios pop in my head for Edge right away. So I'm I'm fingers crossed, you know. And maybe this is just wishful thinking. It probably just is. But you know, if Edge came back just even for one match, oh, it would be so much fun. It'd be so much fun. Yeah, man, it, it would because man, let's rated our superstar. Yeah, man, they had a live sex performance in the middle of the <laughs> ring, bro. Come on, I would never that. <laughs> right, man. I don't know what they were thinking, I, man. But dude, hey. I remember that. I was like, how far are they really to push <laughs> this? Because man, they keep on the going. The, <laughs> yes, dude took the dr- he, man. Like Lita was. She got, this man. She she <laughs> and she was topless too, which was kind of crazy because you know it's still at that point. Yes, it, it was it was not the Attitude Era anymore, really. But they were this was like the Ruthless Aggression Era, right? At that time, I think yes, it was. Yes, and there was a kind of a wardrobe malfunction that had happened too, was, and some stuff got caught on yep. TV that wasn't supposed to get caught on TV. And that got caught. They, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, man, I mean, rated RKO, the tag team he had with Randy Orton, like those two dudes, like, oh, it's it's just, it's it would be amazing to see that happen again somehow, some way too. But just a great moment. It's just great seeing Edge and yeah, seeing this spear happen. It's, it's 
wishful thinking, but hey, hey, let's 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 have some positivity about this while we still can. Yeah, so, while we still can. Good for this point. card, you know what I'm saying? Because that was a positive <laughs> moment for me for sure. Um, <laughs> the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match happened, um, which that wasn't. That was kind of a surprise too. That was nowhere to be found anywhere yeah, that I could cause, see. Because there were stories that it was supposed to. It was set for Monday for Monday okay. Night Raw. So that I was surprised sense. that yeah, it would be on the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had talked about too last week about how none of the tag teams were being represented, right? Yep. The Raw Tag Team Champions, SmackDown, and, and women's. And so it would have been good to have somebody do something. Now, yeah. the Usos, I guess because of what had happened with, uh, I think it was Jimmy that had gotten arrested, or one of the yep. twins had gotten arrested, that he couldn't actually get into Canada because of issues with that. Like That's they right. wouldn't let Passport. him. Yeah. Right. So they were supposed to have a match at Access, and that didn't happen. Um, so we knew there was no way they were going to be at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so they ended up being this matchup, so the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship matchup, which it was decent. You know, I felt like the Iconics actually looked pretty good in this matchup. Um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki, they they changed up their attire a little bit, and they're matching. I think Nikki's attire was the most colorful I'd ever seen it be. There was, yeah. like, some bright greens, I think, in her costume, which I, I don't remember her having anything but, like, blue, black, gray, and that's it. So she's, they're really trying to sell this tag team and trying to yeah. make them kind of look similar. Even their entrance, man, when they had the uh, the emojis. They coordinated it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you had the Alexa emoji and then the Nick emoji, man. You know, yeah. For their theme for coming out. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Cause yeah. They, they, they're starting to have some good chemistry, man. Some chemistry. Tag team. Yeah. yeah. You know, I guess when the people are starting to love them, that's when he's going to split it up. And I think that's when Nick is going to turn on her. Yeah, I. You know what? I'm starting to think that it. You you are right that Nikki is going to turn on Alexa because I think Alexa is face now. Yeah. Like what they uh, her attire was actually um or was it Buzz Lightyear? She was paying homage to Toy Story with it, and she even did the like laser thing or whatever. And you had Corey Graves just ripping into her, and I thought that was a dead giveaway that they're really trying to push her as a face now yep. to have Corey just be like, I'm out. I'm out on Alexa bliss. I was like, what? Cause he's always calling her the goddess and like just worshiping everything she does. And yeah. for him to be, you know, like saying I'm done with her. I was like, wow, that's a, that's a real 180 from where you've always been before. So I think they're trying to push her as a face that she's truly going to try to be Nikki's friend. And then Nikki is going to turn on her. I think you're right on that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can see like right now, like, you know, Alexa is enjoying this with uh, yeah. being a tag team partner with Nikki Cross. Yep. You know, so it it would just be perfect. Like Nikki would turn on her and it's like I told you I wanted to play Lexi. Yep. So, yeah. I think it's smart. I think it's mm-hmm. a smart way to do it. Definitely, definitely. So we'll see what happens. And they retain. They beat the iconics at the end yep. of it. Not much yep. to talk about with the matchup overall, yeah. but you know, it was it was a it was a decent showing I thought for the iconics. Um, but it did what it's supposed to do in terms of just continuing the storyline between Bliss and Cross. That's really what this was about. So the main card kicked off with the Raw Women's Championship being defended by Becky Lynch against Natalia in a submission match. Now, we talked about this. This actually started a heated debate for us, which we neither one of us expected about yeah, Natalia. I'm like, where was and, this going? And how she, <laughs> I'm like, where did this come yeah, from? You know, and how she came out. And here, here's the thing. Like, looking at it and kind of thinking about it more since we last talked about it, I think... Part of what I'm feeling really is that I've, Natalia as a character, as a as a 
how do I say this? Like, there's Natalia the person, there's Natalia the character, right? Yeah. And I feel like Natalia the character, when I was, when I've been most bought into her, is when she's as real as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever she starts trying to act extra, I don't buy it. Like, I feel like her, you know, quote unquote, her acting is just not great. You know, I feel like she overdoes it. And okay. certain things just, I just don't. She doesn't. I don't buy the things that she does. See, so, you should have explained that to me last week when well, it got that long ass debate. And, and, and here's the thing: like, I feel like I couldn't get to that point. You know, what I'm saying I just kept saying yeah. like I just don't buy it. But I didn't. I couldn't like wrap my brain around what it was specifically that I could that I couldn't buy. Uh-huh. I just knew that there was something about it that with her I just didn't feel like where where she really got me. Where I feel like I was bought in was her face-to-face encounters with Becky Lynch because I feel like she had no choice but to really be real and for me to really feel it. Like, I felt it because it's Becky in her face and you it's hard to fake that at a certain point. Like, you gotta bring it when someone is in your face, like, talking mad stuff to you. Like, it just... I felt like Natalia does her best work there. Yeah. But when she's trying to sell me on, you know, I'm just super mad and angry at everything to the point where I'm going to, like, push Trish Stratus away and where I'm going to, you know, put Ember Moon in the submission for too long. Like, I just have a hard time buying into Natalia's acting and her, her what she's trying to get across there. And what you're saying isn't is what you were saying in terms of, like, if you're mad, that kind of stuff happens. There's validity to that. And I think... Other superstars in that same situation, like if it was Sasha Banks, if it was Charlotte, um, not Bailey, because I don't think I would buy it with her either. You know, because I have kind of a similar thing with Bailey right now, where it's kind of yeah. hard for me to buy into angry Bailey. I just don't, I don't really buy like a like like when she's trying to be a little bit <laughs> tougher. It's just hard for me to buy into yeah. that. She, her as a face works, but anyway, we'll we'll get into that a little bit later too. Um, so anyway, just to kind of clear that up a little bit. So watching this matchup, the video package that they did, I felt like did a great job overall of showing the strongest parts of their feud. And I noticed that they did not put the moments where she had she had uh, held the submission on Ember Moon or when she pushed Trish Stratus. Like, they eliminated all of the extra moments like that and kept focus on a lot of the face-to-faces with Becky. I'm like, you know, yeah, it, it, it makes sense because that's the stuff that I feel like Natalia did better with. And the other stuff was like, eh, you know. So, anyway, so there was so, that. So, those, those face-to-face moments felt genuine than her just, yes. you know, pushing Trish Stratus. But yes. she... It, but, I can buy that because she was in the middle of basically, you know, ha- having that sharpshooter on Becky Lynch and then, you know, still applying it, not letting go. And then Trish was still in the way. That's like, yeah, yeah. And she was still hot. Like she kind of pushed her out the way because she was still hot. So I bought that. Yeah. I, and I, and again, I could see how, you know, you could buy that. And I and I to a point like I want to buy into it, but I'm just not there fully. It's just hard because. It's just it's with Natalia, like, and just how she portrays that character. Like, when I can really buy Natalia is like, okay, so when she lost her father, for instance, there was a lot of emotion there, yeah. and like we all felt for her. Oh and yeah. So I felt like she was just so genuine and real and like heartfelt, yeah. and it's like this Natalia, like I just I buy into because I see it. It's just true. There's nothing you know manufactured about this. But sometimes Natalia can be real extra. Like she just tries. Extra hard to try to be a character versus just being herself, and I felt okay. like any feel like any time she does that, it reminds me of like the times where I don't like her as 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 
not being as genuine, you know? So yeah. that's why it's still hard for me. But I don't want to harp too much on that. I just want to get to, to the matchup. I just felt like we should talk about that a little bit just to get across, like, where I was coming from and me seeing your side of things a little bit more. And leading into this matchup, you know, seeing that video package and, and them building off of those genuine heated matchups that they had, you know, I, I, I liked where the matchup started and I was, I was into it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was liking the, 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 the matchup in the beginning. Um, overall, I thought the, the matchup was good. I didn't think it was great. Um, I thought both of them, you know, did what they were supposed to do. Um, but it kind of just kind of ended. I don't know. I feel like I wanted something else to happen in this match. Like it just kind of like fell just short of. It felt underwhelming a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. You know, because it was. They told it, to me. They they told a decent story, but it wasn't like you know. You felt like oh, they need another. They need another match to to finish this story. But to me, it, to me, it didn't. It was decent. You know the the sharpshooter on the top turnbuckle from. Uh, uh, Natalia to Becky yeah. Lynch. That was a good part. Even them just softening each other body parts, man, so they can have yeah. a bigger impact for their submission move. I thought that was a nice storytelling element right there. Yeah. Uh, I like right Natalia there. trying to do the disarmor and then Becky Lynch trying to do the sharpshooter. Yep. Like, that was cool. Yep. Um, you know, just there's little moments here where I thought it was good. Overall, you know, it, it, well, and also I like that Becky Lynch was trying to do different versions of the disarmor and like different arm bars and like mixing it up a little bit and i feel like she should do that more going forward that it shouldn't just be for this match that i'd love to see her just just finding different ways to apply that move and like that that last version of this this disarmor where she kind of really tried to pull at uh, natalia's arm it's like she changed the positioning of her hands a little bit to where she was really wrenching that arm and it yeah, looked man. painful like Put you can feel that yeah man oh yeah. man like that that yep. was good that was yep. good so that it ending was, was, it was. was was nice um overall it, it was like i said i felt like the match was good i felt like it wasn't great but it was a good matchup and a good start to the pay-per-view but you know it could have it could have been so much more especially in canada and that crowd i don't know what was going on but i felt like they were they were really behind becky they weren't so much behind natalia even though natalia came out with the canadian flag yeah. and you know she tried to play to the crowd a little bit and there were times where i felt like they were cheering her yeah, it were it were but it felt like that crowd was just mostly for becky yeah, yeah. That's what and, I got. you know, she she's the Stone Cold Steve Austin of, of the company right now, basically. Yeah. So it's kind of hard. Even if she tries to be a heel, they're not going to totally boo her in any situation. Mm. But, you know, you could kind of feel like they were trying to get Natalia to get a bigger ovation than that, a bigger following than that. It just didn't work. No, I, probably because Natalia is just not that big of a star yeah. in, in wrestling. Probably, you know, uh, that's probably the reason why they she got such – Semi underwhelming uh, response from the crowd, but with me, man, I thought the match was decent. I wanted to get into it, but you know, like on my side, I was having on those network issues, so yeah. it, it's probably one of these matches I have to rewatch again because it's it's some few matches I'm gonna rewatch again on on the network. Yeah, 
Yeah, and and I guess another side note too. Kudos to the person that creates their that that their attire because they both had kind of updates to their rig gear. You know that I thought was cool. It almost they almost felt similar too. Mm-hmm. They were like these um, attachments. Um, I don't know what they were, but it, it's it was almost. <laughs> my youngest brother made a joke like, "What if they all kind of just started falling off and they were like uh, almost like thumbtacks or, or something where you know they were all over the ring and people you know they're falling on them and they're it's." poking them or whatever so i thought that would be <laughs> kind of funny because it was like uh natalia's uniform was actually pretty sharp like her jacket had all these spikes on it and then there were these like you know beads or something that were but shiny that were attached to it to her actual gear yeah. and becky had something similar too you know and it was so anyway it was it was a nice look for them for both of them a nice little update becky didn't have like the kill bill thing anymore it was a little bit of an update to it so visually too just a little bit of a shout out to whoever made the gear because i thought it did look cool um so yeah just again overall it was a, it was a good start um so now the next matchup the burial of dolph ziggler will go into it the dolph ziggler versus goldberg matchup yeah, we, we had we had a couple burials in this was the burial show for sure it was so dolph ziggler you know i thought okay so here's here's the thing we knew how this was gonna go no yep. we knew that this was gonna be short we yep. knew that goldberg was gonna just get the win and it would be quick and that would be it um, what I did appreciate from Dolph a little bit was just like his resilience and like getting on the mic <laughs> and calling him out. What Dolph was say, nuts at that point, he, bro. He said, any dipshit can get lucky once, but you won't be a man. I tell you never be a man and come face me face to face, whatever. And Goldberg stops at the ramp. He's like, what? So he turns back, gets in the ring, spears him again. He's like, all right, this dude is done. I'm going to leave. Give me a mic. Give me a mic. Don't yeah, yeah I was like, oh Give my me a mic. God. I'm like, what is going on right now? <laughs> Anybody can get lucky twice. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. What are you doing? And Goldberg is gone. Like, yeah. Goldberg is not in the yeah. ring anymore. He's not in the, yeah. the ring anymore. He's not in the arena anymore. You can't right see him. Behind, yeah. Behind right the curtain. Behind backstage. He's gone, you know. And he's still trying to call him out. He's like, I, I knew you wouldn't be mad enough to do this. I knew you wouldn't be face to, uh, mad enough to, to fight me face to face. His music hits again. Goldberg, a little bit more frustrated, a little bit more pissed off, like irritated. Like, this yes. which won't shut up. So then he stands up, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> and then he, he says, okay, you know what? Actually, uh, nah, he's, he's done. He's done, whatever. At least he fakes like he's done with them. Then he goes, runs on one side of the ropes runs to the exact opposite side of the ropes and spears him again, which was nasty. I thought that, that was, was a nasty cool, ass spear right there. That was nasty. Dolph so the spears good. actually look good. That yeah, yeah. Last that was one, Dolph. Though, that, that was mostly Dolph. That was Let's mostly just Dolph. give it to Dolph because he, he sold, sold the hell out of off. Yes, he, he did. did. Yes, he, he did. did. And that that's probably why they picked him for this because they know how Dolph is going to sell, man. Yeah. Like that first one, I'm actually looking at it again. Just the air that Dolph got, man. Like it was, that was it looked yeah. like he was about to take his head off, man. Yeah. Like, Even the whiplash, man. Like that, that, yeah, he just sold that whiplash with the with the oh, damn spear was crazy, yes. man. Yes, yeah. I, I, I'll say this to WWE: they got me one time <laughs> in the beginning of the match when he just super kicked the <laughs> hell out of <laughs> out of Goldberg. I'm like, oh, are they going to surprise me? But as soon as oh, he kicked out of the one so... count, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, that's that's all I needed to see. That was just confirmation. I'm like, yeah, Goldberg is winning now. 
if yeah. Dolph would have pinned Goldberg after that, I don't know what I would have done. I, this would be a totally different podcast. Right oh, now it would have. I would have been, been like, bravo. I, I'd, I'd be like an so idiot happy. now. <laughs> Seriously. Like, this is why you brought him back. Yes. This is what you do. You put. You finally got it. Because Dolph Ziggler, he right. needs something. So if he becomes the man that super kicked Goldberg's head off and pinned him in the match. I don't care how old Goldberg is. The fact that he did it. To Goldberg, oh, it would have yes. been just such a yes. notch in his belt. I would have Bravo. I would have gave props to Goldberg to for put, being willing to do that. To put him right, over. right, to do to do the right thing, what you're supposed to do, man. Like yeah. the old timers put the new talent or put the young over. talent yes. over, yes. not the other way around. Because WWE yes. has this now, this whole motto: if if you're an old timer, if you're a legend or a Hall of Famer, come over, we'll sign you, and you can and we'll and, and so you can go over young talent. Yeah, not the other way around. It's backwards. Yeah, yes. it's totally backwards. Yeah, so that oh my god, it would have been amazing. But the opposite happened, of course, and they they made it. It was it was a fun moment, you know, seeing yes. just Dolph being crazy and you just. It was, man. Goldberg he, that, that, back man, and, that man was off his square. I tell you that because he was like, "Give me a mic, give me a mic." I was like, "Dolph, bro." Just drop it, man. It's not that serious, this man. It, it is not that serious, man. This is not it's really not. Today, no, and, and I know we we were speculating how how short the match would be. I think yeah. we said eight minutes, including yeah. the ring. And, and yes. I think that was about it because the match itself yeah. was like one minute and fifty seconds. Yeah, that hey for Goldberg at this point in his career, that's all it really should. Be. Yeah, that is. That's all. That it is. Really that's be. all I need from you. Oh man. I mean, we'll move on from there, but they, like I said, it was it's it sucked for Dolph in a way because you know he just was out there to put over Goldberg and he sold his ass off and yeah. you know he did his job. Now, I, what I will give him props for is that that craziness. It actually it was it was entertaining. <laughs> it was, and I'm interested to see what shape he's going to be on uh, if he's there at Raw or SmackDown. Um, you know, I think Dolph is doing great work, man. I think I really do. Like, man, he really needs HBK right though, man. I think he this does. would definitely. Fulfill his story because even before the match, they did the promo video. Oh, they were showing that. that they were showing HBK. It was confusing. That promo was video confusing. looked like it was selling Dolph versus Shawn yes. Michaels because yes. they kept cutting in between Shawn and Dolph and yes. like how they're so similar. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, the, yes, I'm like, video. yes, this yes. They were showing a side by side or just doing a transition. Yeah. Him just doing the same moves yeah, as the Shawn Michaels, the same I'm tights, like, the same super kick. Are you guys gonna build this for future or something? Because you, you guys are you, so. you guys are just teasing me way too hard right now. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I hope this leads to Dolph just being still like you know resilient and saying no, I'm not done. Now I want Shawn Michaels or somehow some way get Shawn Michaels back involved in the storyline and let them have one match where you you again you could use that part of the video package where you were showing them use that again and just yeah. build that feud, man. I just. Oh. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. We'll see, man. Fingers crossed. Hopefully they do it. Yeah, man. I, I'm just I, – I, I just wanted Dolph Ziggler to get some love, but it didn't happen. Yeah, no. I guess he got a little bit of love from talking mess to Goldberg. A little bit. It was entertaining. I think yeah, the crowd yeah, loved yeah. it, too. It, yeah, like, it that, entertained. That part was – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was you could tell the crowd loved it, too, man. You know, it, it was cool, but, you know, hopefully this leads to what we want, yeah. our, our dream match. Yes. You know, Dolph versus – HBK, Shawn yes. Michaels, the showstopper versus the show stealer. Let's oh go. Oh, my God. Let's make it happen. Yes. All right. Let's move it forward. United States Championship matchup. AJ Styles, the defending champion with the OC versus 
Ricochet, aka Nightwing, apparently, because yes. that attire that he was wearing, man, it was that was it. It was Nightwing. Yeah. If yep. you don't oh, know, yeah, that's, yeah. If you're a comic yeah. book nerd, you just watch comic book shows. You knew that was Nightwing. You knew that was Nightwing. Yes, for for context, for people that don't know who Nightwing is, uh, uh, Robin, Batman's partner, his sidekick. Uh, when he stops working with Batman and goes solo, he turns into Nightwing. So that was the the uh, the inspiration for Ricochet's attire with the blue like bird like thing on his chest, and it was just cool. He even had the R just in the same uh, text and font and everything as Robin, but yeah. of course his name is Ricochet, so yep. you could say that was what it was for. It was just awesome, man. I just love that look. It was, man, dude. Ricochet, it, he's his, awesome. his, his his the way he sells, the way he was selling that knee injury. Oh, just man. basically hobbling on one leg and just doing the, the a top rope when yes. he jumped off of the yes. rope. You was know, basic, it was crazy because you see, even even AJ Styles like when he does the phenomenal forearm, right? Like he yeah. jumps up and with two feet he'll jump off of that top rope and then do the forearm. My man, this did dude a one basically foot. said, "I don't need two feet. Nah, I can do right. it one." Jumped off of the top rope on one foot yes. and still got ridiculous yes. air on that move. It this, was crazy. This dude. Aerodynamics is insane. The way he was walking on the shoulders of Gallo and Anderson, that, that and the the Corona to AJ. Are you kidding me, bro? Walk is this what we're doing? This literally, <laughs> like he just went from the apron to Gallo's shoulder to to Anderson's shoulder to Hurricane Rana. I'm like, <laughs> is he real? Can he fly for real? Like, seriously? Yeah. Like, is this yeah. dude just? Yeah. Define gravity. Like, how, how is he doing this? Yeah, man. This oh, man. Th- To me, this is one of my favorite matches. Again, it was, I have to rewatch it again because of the issues I was dealing Technical with. But still, dealing with yeah. those issues, I still enjoy the match. So that just lets you know how good this match as a, was. Exactly. As a match, as a full match, I would say this would be match of the night. Like, yes. as a full match, for yes. sure. Like, yes. This would be the one match, that, this was my favorite. Night. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah, man, just ricochet top notch. Oh, man, that you saw top, the finish, right? Yes, you that top the... rope moving to the Styles Clash was a oh thing of God. beauty. Now that's how you close strong, AJ Styles. Man, he just caught him. That was he just like him. he looked like a superstar doing that. Betcha, look, I got you now. And he it did it so seamlessly, man. Just so smooth, smooth so transition. Smooth. Caught him off the top rope. Up oh, here we go. Style was clash. it was it gonna be a like a phoenix like a corkscrew? It looked like a corkscrew, but he caught him, caught him perfectly in yes. position for the Styles Clash, and just seamlessly went right to it. Didn't hesitate, just right, went, oh, no, right. Gotcha. It wasn't and like I gotta like, take my time because you know, and you're like, oh, I know what he about to do. It was just like, no. oh, caught him, bam, yeah. Styles Clash. I was like, purpose. wow, yes. Yep. Yes, and I knew it was the three count. I was like, yep, one, two, oh, yeah, three, this is here it. we go. You can't, no, you can't keep going after that. No, nah. no. You ain't walking. Like, yeah, you ain't kicking out on that it. one. No. <laughs> Maybe in a rematch, if they did that again and he did it, okay, he kicks out this time because he's yeah. done it once before. But the way this happened, no, nah, that was the finish. That yeah. was the perfect finish. Back in the line, Ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what AJ said. Oh, man. <laughs> and then finish him off. He was like, oh, this dude's still standing up. He's yep. told the crew to get on him, man. Get on yep. him. Yep. Magic killer. <laughs> yes. Magic killer. Killer. Yes, man, that is a boss oh, right there, bro. Man. Real quick, great. too, man. They was in the pre-show. They did like a little backstage segment with Finn. Mm. Okay, and I don't know if you caught that. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, so he put that offer out there. He was like, "Man, I know you're dealing with the Fiend. I just want to let you know, if you need us, we here." Yes, I'm surprised oh, you didn't see God. that. Yes, no, I told yes, you I, yeah. when I started. So that must have been before the Buddy Murphy match. It was. It was. It was actually it was right before. I want to say it was before the first match, the pre-show match, which was 
uh, Orny Lurkin and Drew Gulak. Oh, this is this is yep. happening. And this I saw happening. that. I was like, oh, my God. He's joining the club. They're teasing He's joining. Me. They're teasing me, man. And yeah. you can see how he's just he, – the, the facial expressions on Finn was like, yeah. Perfect because he was just, you can see he's thinking about it. He he's has like, to. Right, exactly. It was crazy, no man, because because AJ Styles and OC, they're all doing their, you know, too sweet. He's like, come on, I know you want to. I see you're thinking about it. I see you're thinking about it as they're just walking casually away. And you can just hear them in the background, like, I see you're thinking about it. You want to. I see you. Oh, I was like, oh, bro, this, this is, is so great. Perfect. Yes. This is so perfect. Yes. Oh, <laughs> he needs to come. Oh, we'll get into it. When we get to the feed, we'll talk about we that will. more. I'm so we glad will. you saw that because I did not see that. I'm gonna go back and watch it now because yes. oh, that's that's Please that'll be a dream Please come do. true. Now, it might be, him. it might just be on their YouTube page. It have to usually okay. they they if they they put their segments on, on the YouTube. So check out their YouTube. It's on there. All right, I will, I will. Oh man, that's so cool. That's so cool. All right, let's move it forward. So SmackDown Women's Championship. Man, we're gonna go from a high because that was just awesome to this burial number two here, oh my which. God. I'm trying to understand what, what the what, hell is the story. What, what is going on? You, what you go what was it, the man. story, you bro? To, you, 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 okay. you tell it. So, Ember's Moon story was she had she got a championship opportunity. So, I'm, re, I'm, I'm backtracking, what, three weeks ago? Maybe three yep. or four weeks ago. And Bailey comes out, and she chooses her number one contender. She says she wants to fight somebody, never fought someone before. But if she was to lose, she'll know that person would carry on the championship with pride. So she yep. chose Ember Moon. Ember Moon was excited and said, hell yeah. Then we go to the previous week. She loses to, I think, was it Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss? Yes, yes. She took the pin. Yep. yep took the pin. Then gets okie doke by uh, Bailey, yep. which, which was insane. Just making it look super weak. And then I think the following week, she gets pinned again. She well, she didn't get pinned. She it was the the Natalia uh, Natalia. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. She, she didn't get pinned again. And it was a submission. Yeah, but submission. she got put in the in the sharpshooter, and they both got counted out. Yep. But it helped Natalia. It did nothing. Nothing for, for yeah. her. For her. So yeah. she had one week where they built her right, where she took out Charlotte and Bailey. Like that yeah. was cool. And we're thinking, oh okay, they're building her up nice. That's good. And then after that is everything you just said, which was yeah. She is a Ember Moon is a legit wrestler. Has one of the most exciting, devastating finishers in the women's division. It's the best finisher. Period. <sighs> yes, like, yes, this, yes, yes. It's, it's the number yes. one finisher in the women's division. Yeah, number one finisher. Yeah. I, I'll say yeah. maybe one top, of the best. Period. Probably for top sure. five and just in, just in, main in roster. General, yes. yes, 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 man. That's how good it is. And she's a great wrestler too. If you've seen her in NXT, yep. the countless matches she had with. Her With and Oscar. Oscar, you know that storytelling match that she it, it, like. Can she get past Oscar? That was great. Yep. yep. But you know, then I guess she gets pulled to the main roster. I'm like, oh, this is cool. They kind of slightly build her up, you know, showing her yeah. devastating finisher move, the full moon clips. But here we yeah. are. We fast track to where Bailey gives her our championship opportunity, and you don't even show the reasons why she deserves it. You just show her the reasons why she don't deserve it. Yep. Like, yep. she was just weak. It may actually look Bailey weak, too. Like, that mm-hmm. match did nothing for him, man. For you, Honestly, I, I was like, man, you guys just killed. You guys are not showing love to the SmackDown's Women's Championship or just Ember Moon, man. Just, it, it was just weird, man. Yeah, it was It was weird. It was, it was, I, I was 
somewhat checked out during this matchup, to be honest with you. Like, I, I just felt like the way it was going, the, the match itself was okay, you know, but you could kind of feel like, I don't know, the the crowd, I felt like, even too, was not really buying into this match. I no. felt like Bailey got booed a little bit in it. Then they started singing that song, um, Hey, Bailey, ooh, ah. And it was like, you. so some people were trying to get into it. It didn't happen. But overall, it didn't happen. It right? didn't happen. And Ember Moon, like, you, you, like, I could see Ember trying, and she was trying to, to, you know, put herself into it. But it just felt flat. And then the finish, like, Bailey beating her with that super Bailey to belly yeah. and pinning her, I was shocked. I'm like... After all that, you had Ember Moon take lose after you had basically buried her all the way up until this matchup, yes. you know, and and now she's gonna lose this match. Is she back of the line for her basically? Yep. That's why we like, picked Ember on. Moon to win because she was just she, getting at this point. She looked so terrible to. that you're like, they have to give it to her at this point. Don't urge her to pick her back up. You know, they had to, but yeah. they didn't. Because they if didn't. you don't, you're just gonna bury her. In, but oh my god, this is, yeah. this is exactly so now what it's she like, just did. Yeah, you can't. It's hard to see Ember Moon like yeah. getting another opportunity anytime soon. She's just gonna be another face in this in this group, basically. If I'm like, Triple H, I'm pissed off. I'm like, man, y'all did it again. Y'all, I gave y'all Oscar. Y'all effed her up. Yeah, Oscar's not Oscar. Kyrie Sane, Ember Moon, like yes. all three of them, basically are just not getting treated right at all. Like it's just it's just weird. It's weird to have that kind of talent. And to yeah, not even Bailey too, man. When it. she when she first debuted, yeah, they messed her up too, man, because she was hot, bro. She was one of the hottest acquisitions from NXT. You know, well, it's saying? funny because when the when the when Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky showed up to Raw, right, mm-hmm. it, you could feel that Bailey was missing. Yep. And I felt like the crowd would keep would keep chanting for Bailey. You know when those women matches were happening, like we want Bailey. Like you could hear it, you could yes, feel it yes. from the crowd. So there was this anticipation for when Bailey got called up, and when she finally did, man, at first it was huge. It was like, wow, Bailey's on the main roster finally. Here we go. And she got kind of a push, and she had that WrestleMania matchup where she beat Charlotte. I forget if it was a triple threat, but I know she Charlotte was a part of it. And she won like uh, at that WrestleMania, so she got a WrestleMania moment, but. You know, it just feels like her whole run, like like Alexa Bliss said, she basically peaked at NXT from, you know, looking at her run in WWE and comparing it to what she did in NXT. Like, it's nowhere near what she's done there. So, yeah, both Bayley and Ember Moon, too. Like, gosh, Ember Moon in NXT was, it just, she seemed like such a star in the making. Like, it was, was foolproof. Yes. There was no way that she wouldn't be, like, the main, you know, one of the main big stars on the main roster when she finally moved up. And, you know, it's just shocking, again, just like with Asuka, how you can take someone who just seems so ready. You know, her move is ready. Her persona is ready. You know, just everything about her is just, she seems like a superstar. And just minimalize her so much to where, like, it's like she has no impact on the crowd anymore. She shows up and the crowd is just like, meh, which it just should not be that way. It shouldn't. And that's that's, that's frustrating, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's frustrating because it's the booking issues that... You know that that we see, and I said it last week, man. SummerSlam really highlighted highlighted the booking issues yeah. with with WWE, man, and we see it clearly right here in this uh, match card. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was tough to see, man. I was I was hoping, you know, silently that you know maybe 
Sasha Banks shows up and causes a distraction, and then Ember Moon wins, and then that's you know, oh, that would have saved it. Oh, that would have you know saved it. Yeah, and then Bailey and Sasha could start a feud. You know, yep. like I just felt like that would have been perfect. Um, but Bailey going over the way she did, like yeah, it builds. It really doesn't build Bailey up it much doesn't. though, because the person she beat, you had already made her look so weak. Yeah, so it doesn't really even you matter that her she, just and beat she her. didn't do anything. What did she Nothing. do? Who did she beat? Not no one. No exactly. One. She lost to Alexa and Nikki. Then mm-hmm. the following week, she's in a sharpshooter with with, she, with yeah. Natty. Got beat up by Natty. Yep. Just and now she just got pinned by Bailey. Yeah. Like she and Finn Balor are kind of like in the same boat a little bit, you know, where they both just learn losing streaks. And you know, it's probably time for a break. Maybe I don't know. Like some new something new needs to happen. Yeah. A change needs to happen. I mean, Finn's is a little bit better. We'll talk about that a little bit. But you know. Ember Moon, I don't know. I don't know where you go. Yeah, I say Finn is more established, but with Ember, she's still fairly new. So you had to show her, like, to the, especially the SmackDown, not SmackDown, SummerSlam, the casual fans, like, the reasons why she can go toe-to-toe with Bailey. but hell no, man. No, they didn't. They didn't with this. Trash. Nope. Yeah, man. Well, let's move on from that. Um, Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon, the stipulation being if Kevin Owens loses, he is He's got to quit. He's got to be gone. Um, this matchup was was it was what it was. Like I felt like we kind of, at least for me, you know, I kind of saw this for what it was going to be. That Kevin Owens, or at least I was hoping this is how it would go. That Kevin Owens would basically be shown as the more dominant wrestler. That Shane really shouldn't be in the ring with a guy like this, like Kevin was saying. But that you know Shane is going to try to pull something, you know, use his tactics, but that they weren't going to have Kevin Owens quit or lose this matchup because he's just too hot right now. Like yeah. it just it would be stupid to have him quit, take him off television when he's clearly going to be a money maker for you. Yeah, he's like a made crowd. man though. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From back when he had just destroyed Vince McMahon on SmackDown, like you know they let him do what was it, the headbutt, yeah. he did the frog splash to Vince. Like you just you knew from then that he was made. And now you know with this whole thing with with Shane, it's just more of that. It's more of the same with that. So I, I, this matchup I thought was was entertaining. Wasn't great. Um, it was good. The crowd reaction for Kevin Owens was awesome. I mean, it's in it's in Toronto, it's in Canada. He's mm-hmm. Canadian, so it was it was like they really showed him some love there. Um, you know, I just I I felt like it was just. I think Kevin Owens really made it in terms of just entertaining for me. But I don't know. I just felt like it was just there, you know. And I just knew we could you could see what was coming. I was never really afraid for Kevin Owens to lose the matchup. It just kind of happened. Uh, Shane yeah. didn't even really do anything that great. Like he didn't take any huge risks, like he like he will. Nah, like like I thought I, I would see, but apparently not. Man, he was just no. using some heel tactics to his advantage. Elias, yeah, with yeah. Elias, he had Elias causing distractions there. when I yeah. think when KO did like that that power bomb, and he immediately got on the top rope, conversating with the ref. So that that was okay, man. With me, you know, I I told you before, man, I was just. So ready to move on. And I hope you're yeah. wrong about this, man. Like, I hope Kevin. going to continue. Yes. Yes. <sighs> you scared me with that. With yeah. that prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hope. I hope it's over. I uh-huh. hope it's over. It did have a feeling of, you know, maybe it could be over. But I have a bad feeling it, it actually still will continue because oh Shane failed. Shane I think it would continue maybe and move on to Elias. Because I felt like he was definitely yeah. getting in the way at times during this 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 match entirely. So maybe yeah. it'll be a natural progression to Elias, because Elias needs something, man. Mm-hmm. Like you claim he's your 
you know, top the hot, the, the, hot, or the hottest acquisition. acquisition. But yeah, he's yeah, on the pre-show on right. SummerSlam, and he doesn't right. have a match. He's just a special guest special referee. For sure, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's such a waste for this man's talents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Corey, the other thing too is Corey Graves kind of highlighted like. You know, he had beat up an official and then he did the low blow. So technically, how did they let that pass? So I feel like there's going to be a little bit of, you know, controversy there yeah. with how the match ended. And I, I think this is somehow, some way it's going to continue. But to your point, hopefully they're smart about it and they have it be Elias versus Kevin Owens and have Shane McMahon be in the background of their feud versus it being Shane in the forefront and Elias like backing him up or Drew backing him up. You know? I don't even want so, Shane McMahon in the background. I want him out. Out of the house, I, gone, <laughs> road trip somewhere, man. Take a vacation, a sabbatical or something, bro. I want you gone. See, they tried that, but Kevin Owens, you know, he he tried to have Shane add that stipulation, and Shane said, no, I'm not dumb. So I feel like that is probably going to happen eventually, that the next time it'll be, oh, if Shane loses, he's done. Like, he can't wrestle anymore. He's gone. That's the way you get what you want, is for them to have another matchup where Shane has that stipulation put on him. Um but yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I wouldn't be excited for that. I, I too. I like you. Want this done? I want it yes. done. I want it over with. I'm tired of seeing Shane. You know, like Shane is is good in small doses. You know, he if he wants to have he a WrestleMania moment where he jumps off of a Hell in a Cell or off the set or something like he that, it creates a great moment. Cool for the casual fan. That's amazing. But now when we're in the the heart of our regular wrestling year, like we want to see like. Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre or Elias. Like, yeah. those matchups are more interesting than anything with Shane. It is. So I, yeah, I it, hope, it I was hope like, man, how, how do we not have? It's crazy. No more, no Roman Reigns. No Braun. No Drew. At what the hell is going on for SummerSlam, bro? It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. I still don't understand how. how I, we went from, because I think you, you agree with me that Braun versus Brock. Oh, hell yeah. You know, made a whole lot more hell sense yeah. at this point hell than yeah. Seth. You know, so for him to be, and then coming off of that matchup here with Bobby Lashley, he was hot after that. It's like they, they had gotten him back to being over again like he was. Just not quite to yeah. that level, but, but he recaptured some of that momentum he lost. Yeah. So it just, it just would have been natural for him to move on to Brock. He still has a basically a, a unfinished business with him. Yep, because yep. of heel tactics from yep. Baron Corbin. So yeah, it makes sense, man. It made a whole lot of sense, but yeah, they they kept him off the card completely. He wasn't there, and like I said, Roman wasn't there. It's just weird. Drew McIntyre wasn't there. Samoa yeah. Joe wasn't there. Like all these dudes are just a wall for yeah. this show. This Summer crazy. Sl- yeah, the SummerSlam as a whole felt very. It, usually, SummerSlam is like it's for the smart, the smart fans, man. It's their WrestleMania. It's the smart fans WrestleMania. Yes. Exactly. This didn't feel like it felt like a regular WrestleMania. It felt like WrestleMania. It, it did. felt like yeah, another WrestleMania, like a casual <laughs> fan WrestleMania again. Yeah, yeah, it did. You it got did, Goldberg man. There yeah, first Goldberg. It, it it was just it yeah. for what man. So you know he's he's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. What did he need this win for? For what? Yeah, putting him over for nothing. It was a waste. It was a waste. It does yeah, nothing man. for for him, you know. It doesn't even matter. And yeah, for Dolph, it's just like, eh. So yeah, and I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see where they where they go from here. Hopefully, they for the next uh, uh, pay per view, 
it's they get back to building Braun and some of these other guys and Drew. You know, no man, that's what is the travesty right there. Like you don't have Drew, you don't have Braun, you don't have bro. That that's basically your top three right there: Roman mm-hmm. Reigns, Braun, and Drew. Yep. How's your top three not on the card? Yep. That's that's the basically a disservice, man. It's it's crazy, yeah. man. I, I don't yep. I don't get it. When is yeah. AEW coming? Because I'm ready, man. I'm <laughs> October second. October second. I think that's the official date. Yep. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It'll 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 be it'll be great to have that competition because then hopefully that pushes the WWE to say okay we can't mess around like this is this, these guys yeah. are coming for our next like right. we gotta we gotta step up. Um, what helps them is this NXT that goes head to head. So they kind of have that ace in the hole because NXT is on point and you put them at two hours against them like all right on point right now but it, it, going okay, live so, so they're gonna go live, live with Vince potentially with, exactly. in the position like that's scary that does scare very me. scary yeah <laughs> so we'll we'll see you know what where that goes but um I just I feel like it AEW on a whole just doing what they're doing and and not being afraid to name drop you know WWE and yes. Vince and the superstars I think will catch the attention and if on a whole you know they really start getting popular hopefully that makes you know Vince say okay you know we 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 got to be smarter about this we yeah. got to make sure we're telling better stories better long term stories and building superstars that are earning us money and taking these ratings away from AEW. So yeah, I think WWE is more worried than AEW, you know, vice versa, because even Tony Khan, who is the owner of AEW, he said, we're we're not even competition with them. We're just alternative. So he's already viewing them as not competition. So that's great. MJF said the same thing. Yep. 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 He's like, we're the alternative. We're not in competition with them. We're we're an alternative to them. We're doing something different. So, which is smart. That's a smart way to do it. So why we do it? All right, let's keep, let's keep the SummerSlam card moving. Um, so the next matchup after Kevin Owens and Shane, of course, Kevin Owens won. He kept his job. He had a yep. great pop at the end, so that was great. But moving on, it was Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus. So Charlotte Flair basically trying to become the queen of all eras officially by beating Trish Stratus, who is known as maybe the greatest women's wrestler of all time, previous to the four horsewomen of of uh, NXT showing up. And Charlotte Flair right now being seen as kind of the best of that group, uh, with Becky Lynch right there with her now with with her with her run uh, recently. Mm-hmm. So you know this is definitely like dream match territory. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week where I felt like Charlotte Flair is kind of already in that upper echelon. Like I feel like even though I do like this from a fan perspective, I feel like the rub would be a little bit more useful maybe for someone who is not on Charlotte Flair's level to kind of but I think uh, she pick, pick but, but like up. I said, man. I I think she needs that rub because if you look, if you go back in history, it's, it's always the legend goes for always going to give that that rub to the to the new channel like we had with yeah. Hulk in, in the Rock yeah. or the Rock yeah. with Cena. Even though Rock went over that first watch, I didn't get okay, but well, second got, time Rock had, had to win. Well, Rock yeah, okay, had to win in Miami. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, that's right. Miami, <laughs> Miami, you know politics. You know he's going to you like yeah. yeah. But the second yeah. match, you know he he let him go over. He gave him the belt, whatever, but. Yeah. You know, that's why I understood about that story with uh, Charlotte and Trish. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, just, just having fun with a little bit, you know, me me and my brothers were playing around with the idea, like, what if, um, you know, it had been, oh, my God, like, let's now, 
bear with me because when I say this name, you're going to be like, what? But just bear with me for a second. All right. Liv Morgan has not been on television, right? So I'm just going to throw that name out there. Liv Morgan. Okay. Imagine a person like Liv Morgan starting to build herself up by, by you know, trying to call out various, you know, legends or whatever, saying that, you know, all these legends at the Raw reunion, mm-hmm. that, you know, these legends coming back, basically as, as a heel persona, maybe, po- you know, post-Riot Squad, she's still kind of in this tweener mode, but maybe she tries to come out and say, you know, she's sick of it. She's not getting any, any TV time. Now, all of a sudden, these legends come in, and she's, they're getting all of this love and adoration. Like, when is her moment going to happen? And she's trying to make a name for herself. So she, you know, whatever, Lita or someone like that, she's taking them out. And then it kind of builds to, all right, Trish Stratus is is trying to stand up for all the female legends out there and say, no, nah, like, this I'm going to put an end to. And you have Liv Morgan versus Trish Stratus. Now, maybe Liv Morgan doesn't win that matchup because I think on the level that Liv Morgan's at, even though you want to try to build her, just having the match with Trish Stratus would be great. If Trish Stratus goes over, it's still kind of a positive thing for a person like Liv Morgan and puts her on the map where people are like, hey, especially she has a great matchup against someone like Trish Stratus. So I feel like using uh, Trish Stratus or a legend in that way to help put over the newer, younger talent that hadn't been getting any love at all, like a Liv Morgan, I think could have been really cool for a person like her. And maybe it's not specifically Liv, but, you know, just... She came up in my mind like, man, they're really not doing anything with her. I think she has the potential to be like another Alexa Bliss. Like, they're so similar. You know, and Alexa Bliss was rumored to have a match with Trish Stratus at Evolution. But then, you know, well, it wasn't rumored. It actually was supposed it to was happen. It was supposed to happen, but Alexa hurt. was hurt. Yep. Right. So I just feel like, you know, someone like that, like that rub is a, just more meaningful to me than the rub that it, that it gives to Charlotte. Although I do see your point. About like when you have the top uh, uh, superstar in in, a, in an era, like a lot of times you will get the legend coming back to challenge or uh, uh, coming back to to help even further elevate whoever's on top right now too. So both happen all the time in wrestling. I just feel like you know, let's say this is it. Like Trisha has one matchup. Like I don't know. I I I, I like the idea of helping someone who is getting almost no love than to help somebody who, I mean, even if this match doesn't happen, she's still going to go down as one of the best, if not the best uh, in her women's wrestler period. And one of the best wrestlers overall. So that's just my case there. And I'm not saying you're wrong. Cause I, I totally hear your point. Yeah. You know, I just think that there's other ways to do that and other ways to use Trish Stratus to help bring up people. Cause Liv Morgan, I think has potential. And so, you know, or and other superstars like that, you know, have potential too to just really benefit from a that. Would make session. sense with Liv Morgan, but I think she would need the accolades before she can, you know, have be like women's champion, tag team, or yeah. some under her belt with some decent, solid wins, and then she'll be ready to get that rub from, you know, from I hear that. Strategy. I hear that too. I think it works think with, with Charlotte because she does have those accolades. She's nine. She times, has the track record. Yeah, she has a track record. I see what you're saying. This is two. This but is it's like this two. is her trying to. Go, no, ahead, go, go, ahead. Go, go ahead, man. Well, I was going to say, like, this is her trying to, to build her reputation on something. Like, it's almost like a Randy Orton thing, like when he started calling himself the legend killer. Yeah. Like, he just said, okay, I'm, I'm, this is how I'm going to make my name, is by taking out these legends. Especially with Raw Reunion just having passed, like, that could have been a way to use Raw Reunion to kind of help spark this with all of those legends coming in. And all, of, like, what we talked about, too, where... That's one downside of the Raw reunion is that you get all of the the older older wrestlers going over, you know, and the younger wrestlers just kind of there and and like 
even with the club with the OC, yeah. how they lost to or got beat up by DX and and uh, real quick, um, Scott Hall was on a podcast with uh, Xbox, and they both mentioned how they did not want to put uh, go over over see, the OC. Yeah, they wanted yeah. to put them over. They actually suggested to put them over. See, but they couldn't, and they were saying like them for saying exactly. That. And they said if it was back in their day, they would have raised hell because of that. If they if yeah. they had legends to go over them, they was like they wouldn't right. have went down. It wouldn't have happened. See, it's it's just it's backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like so. Kudos to them. I like that they said that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that can be something that changes uh, going forward. Um, I don't want to harp too much on on that. I want to go and start breaking down this matchup. But I just wanted to to mention that because you know we talked about it last week, and I just had a an actual you know conversation around it and an idea around Love Morgan because I, I I felt I feel for for her situation that she's just she hadn't been on TV at all. They drafted her, they split her up from the Riot Squad, and then they did nothing with her. And she had that one match with Charlotte. And I don't know. It's just a name that came up, so I thought it'd be cool. But yeah. anyway, yeah, she said, um, "You know, next time I come back, I'm gonna be real." But I'm gonna be real. She had missed you back, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so real invisibles. I mean, right. I guess, I guess you ain't real yet, huh? <laughs> no, no, she ain't ready to be that real. I guess. So we'll see. We'll see. But um, so this matchup. I mean, Charlotte Flair, Trish Stratus. I thought Trish looked really good in this matchup. I feel like she you know she pulled out all the classic moves. You know, it was it was fun to see her. Um, do the figure four, the figure eight uh, submission on Charlotte. Like, that was probably one of my favorite moments of the matchup when she did that. Kind of sold me for a second there that she actually might even beat Charlotte. Um, And I think the crowd kind of bought into it, too, and were kind of rooting for that. Although I feel like in the big picture, it'd be wrong. I feel like Charlotte in this matchup, she needs, she, if you're going to do it, give Charlotte the win. Like, there's no need for, for Trish to to win this matchup uh given what we're just talking about right now you know use the 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 older superstars that have already they're kind of done to help put over the the younger superstars so um you know it it, even though it in the context of just the, the match that they were showcasing that moment kind of felt like wow trish might actually do this but you know, in the end of it, it felt right for Charlotte to be the one still to go over in this matchup, which she did by hitting the figure eight herself. Yep. Um, Making her tap, so over, man. Yeah, it made her tap. And it was a gracious it was a gracious loss. You know, I felt like Trish looked great in, yep. the, in the loss. Uh, she got her kind of like send uh, off. Send off and standing O. Uh, so, you know, really, I think I love that that moment for her. Um, even though I even made mention, like, it kind of felt like Jordan coming back with the Wizards, right? Like, she had this perfect <laughs> ending. You know, she hit the shot at the buzzer to beat the Jazz, and then she came back to play for the Wizards. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it yeah. kind of felt like that a little yeah. bit. But um, I thought she felt good. I thought it felt like vintage Trish. Like, she didn't did, seem man. like she lost a step. No, it, looked um, like, she, it, it, it didn't look like she was offbeat. It looked like she was in sync. Uh, yes. with uh, Charlotte Flair, so they both yeah. had some good chemistry together. I like in yes. the beginning of the match, you know, basically just Charlotte just showing like, okay, don't try to go toe to toe on power because I'm more powerful than you. Kind of laughing right. at her and put it in the corner. Uh, sometimes I'm gonna be real. Sometimes Charlotte could take me out with that, just going a little bit too hard with the with the talking or, or just with the facial expression. Sometimes mm. uh, it can take me out a bit, but other than that, you know. I, I enjoyed this match. Uh Trish, oh man, she she still looks still looks damn good, man. Still got yeah. it too, man. I was like, yeah. man, all right. Uh yeah, she was 
great shape, just could go. She yeah. just seemed like like all the moves just seemed to flow really well from her. Um, I think Charlotte also too helped her look good. Their selling yeah. from Charlotte yep. I thought was good. Um, strat- the um, uh, what is it? Stratisfaction yep. that the move that she does, it's always on the person that is holding her to really kind of sell that move, right? So she has to hold her up and have her kick off the ropes, and it's just like a real partnership to make that move work really well. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they they both did a great job in selling that move. So kudos to both of them for just like helping each other and selling each other's moves. I thought it was really good. Um, yeah, Trish kind of pulled out some moves that I hadn't seen her do before too. There was one; uh, it was almost like a she was on the on the apron on the outside. She grabbed Charlotte, and it was almost like a not a Russian leg sweep, but like a side, uh, like a, kind of an alternate DDT kind of move that she did. And it's hard to even describe it because it was just so different for Trish. But I like that move a lot. Um, and just yeah, like that again. That figure four was was like a really cool moment because she did it, and then she did you know she she popped up with it and the angle of her body yeah. too. And you're like, oh my god, like it was great. And I really love that she couldn't hold it. You know, it's like it was only so long. It's, this is not her move, and it's it's got to be hard. It sells how how difficult it is to it even is. do it that is. move it properly. Is. So it just put over Charlotte even more with that. And then when Charlotte did it. You're like, oh yeah, this is it. Yep. Like that, there's no way. And I like how so. she kind of just teases it too. Like she she gets it in the figure four, and you're still in pain, and then she's slowly getting ready to bridge and put it in the figure eight, and yeah. that's when she really cranks it up, and that's when you know, unfortunately, Trish tap. Yeah, yeah, and then you got yeah. your, her, oh. you got her validating the queen of our era, Charlotte Flair. See, they did, they did. One more spot I want to talk about too was uh, where it looked like Trish was trying to do maybe a Hurricane Rana. And then Charlotte kind of reversed it, and it started to turn into a power bomb. That was a little bit of a scary moment there oh, too. It was. It was. She oh was they, like she held her up there, and they were just standing on the the turnbuckle. And I'm just like, oh my god! Like, if Trish is gonna take this power bomb, man, like she's done. Like yeah. her back. I mean, like re- legit done. Real life, maybe injured. Like I don't know if her body yeah. can take that. I'm thinking in like, real life. Nervous. I'm like, shit, Trish, you gonna take this bump for real? Uh, that would be a crazy bump for anybody let alone for trish you know so then she reversed and actually did do the hurricane rana like yeah it was that was really cool yeah man i I really like you think this is trish last match huh you know the way she looked in this matchup and the way things usually go in wwe i would say no i would say that it if if it was it's another strong way to go out because you can win and, and go out great. And you can go out great in a loss, too. And so this would be another solid loss for or solid way to go out. Yeah. But knowing the history of WWE, probably what's going to happen is maybe a couple years down the line, there'll be another person that tries to call her out. And then she comes back again to kind of help, you know, establish or put over someone else. Or maybe there's like a tag match with Lita or a tag match with another superstar that ends up happening. So I would vote that this is not her last match. Um, it might be her last match in Canada, you know, if, if just to throw that out there, because the opportunities to be there, you know, might not be it might not line up real well with her schedule. But um I have a feeling we'll see Trish again in the ring. Yeah, I maybe think, a Royal Rumble, uh, but also too like a one-on-one match or a tag match. I could see that too. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I don't think she's done. It didn't feel like you know she was done, done. Yeah, uh, but it might be a few months before we see her again, though. Maybe, maybe Survivor Series. I think. 
Mm, okay, okay. I think it'll be longer than that, but I wouldn't be mad at seeing her sooner rather than later. Okay. I think it'd be great, right. especially with the with the pace she went at. Like she kept up really well. Yeah, with man. So, it didn't look like she was out of breath at all. Like no, you know, she's no. trying to do a certain move, but she's kind of tired because you know she's not in that same conditioning. But right. she's in fantastic shape. Yes, yeah, she is. Yes, yeah, she is. The yoga, whatever she's doing, man, is is doing wonders. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. She she looks like she just as good as she did back in the day. So, man. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm I'm real happy that that that's the case and that she could go and give us this matchup and she put it all out there, man. So it was it was a pleasure to see Trish again, for sure. And kudos to Charlotte too for looking great in the win as well. Oh yeah, man. Big kudos to Charlotte, man. Just validating that whole new monarch now, the queen of all eras. So yep. I think that's so her now- new story that she's going to roll with. I was going to say, quick quick question for you then. Next step for Charlotte, what do you think? You think she takes Bailey and, and takes the belt off of her now? That's because, only natural, man. You have to because yeah, Bailey is yeah. not doing anything with that belt. Yeah. You know, she was, was confusing as, you know, even the commentary was mentioned that during the Bailey uh, and Ember Moon match, it's like she wants to strengthen the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey, I'm like, how? Because you not you making the division look weak right now. <laughs> so I think you yeah. just need to hand over the the keys to Charlotte and you know let her run this because you need to get this shit right back on the correct yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the they the tag team uh, spot for Bailey was perfect. Yeah, you know it yep. was perfect yep. because you know we're we're in the business of of keeping it real and just being mm-hmm. honest with people. And Bailey's singles matches, I think, just don't do it for me anymore. I feel like that's just where I'm at with it. Mm. You know, I think Bailey is a great, great character. She's a great superstar. I think as a person, I follow her on Instagram, and I just, you know, it, she's a great follow. Um, she's a very positive person. But I'm just gonna be real. Like when I see her in these singles matches, I, I just there's something missing. Like Charlotte is legit. She is. Legit, the queen. And well, let you know, me ask I you think, this: Do you need to see a different side of Bailey to give her I mean, some more it would character? Be interesting, death? like maybe it would be a more aggressive, if, maybe heel, teasing heel, or but, something like that, like they did what? before, t- but it never happened. <laughs> but I, I, I did talk about it a little bit. It's like with Natalia; like there's something about it that I just I have a hard time buying into when she tries to show that edgier side. Yeah. Like she tried to do it a little bit with Alexa Bliss. And like the whole Nikki Cross thing, and I, I, I could see her trying to do it, and it's just hard a hard time. Like I think Bailey is just that positive person. But well, I bought it know, with I Bailey that one time when her and uh, Sasha Banks was going at it, and she told Sasha like, yes. "You ain't shit." And I was yeah. like, "Damn!" Yeah. And that felt like, like real life right there, man. I would with the right because you you hit her on there with Sasha. Like I feel like that because of the story that they've been telling. Yeah. Um, with them as friends, if you have her turn on Sasha or had her turn on Sasha legit at that point, that would have been interesting. I think I would have bought into that. Um, right now, it, it, it's hard to see, you know, because she doesn't really have that same story with anybody else. Yeah. You know, with Charlotte, with Becky, it's just not the same as it was with Sasha. So, you know, it's kind of tough. But um, a heel Bailey, it, it would be interesting. I just don't know if I would buy it. I would say right now I have a hard time. It would have to be like a slow it. burn. Her getting yeah. like pushed to that, like you, you know, she's kind of unraveling because exactly. you know nothing's going her way now. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think if they did it that way, then I could, I could get into it. I could try to get into it. Yeah, they kind of um, did it that way, you know. But then they, I hate when like you mentioned this last week when WWE was just drop a storyline and they yeah. did that with her. And I was like, what yeah. the? Ugh. 
Yeah. Uh, because, again, with that heel, like, they seem like they were getting ready to build. Either it was just going to be Bailey as this more badass character and Sasha was going to be the one to truly turn heel. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe they were going to have Bailey turn heel. But then they just tur- they put them in, like, this counseling, counseling session yeah. that they were doing. Yeah. And then they turned them into a tag team. They forced them to team up together. And then they actually did become friends again. Yeah. Like, just out of nowhere. Which is like, like what, what are we doing? What's going on? So, yeah, they just they have a tendency to do that. And it, it just is irritating. But, I, like I said, I'm a fan of Bailey, And I want her to be successful. And I feel like... Recently, the most success she's she she had was when she was in that tag team with Sasha. I feel like that team, you know, there was something there with them as the first ever women's tag team champions. Yep. You know, going to the different shows, if they would have actually paid that off and had her go, had them go to NXT and right. or even NXT UK. Right, they mentioned that too, man. Like we'll do this in NXT. We're going to comp- compete in all yeah, brands, and it never yeah. happened. It never exactly. happened. It's like you had. You, you could have did something with that, but you never did. Yep. And, and yep. here we are. And then look, look, you got Sasha Banks on the sidelines because of that, which you guys flubbed up that story for the for the tag team tag team division for for the women. Right, completely. Mm-hmm. And and as a side to that too, like so, I'm watching Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, and I'm seeing them defend their titles against the Iconics. It just Nearly what a maybe a week or two after they had just won the belts. No, about a week I want to say because they just won it this week. Yeah. Um, I can only imagine Sasha being like, "Wow!" Like just pissed off seeing this because I think they're gonna give Alexa and Nikki a decent run with these belts and have them defend it in the way that Sasha and Bailey wanted to defend yep. it because they love Alexa. They do. Like they WWE do. is bought in hundred percent on Alexa. You can tell. So, you can tell. So I could I could see it coming. I Even feel when like she was injured, they still made sure she had some TV time. Like we're gonna she give, was on TV. We're gonna, you a, yeah. we're gonna give you your own show for a segment. <laughs> Who else gets that? Who else gets that? Not on TV, and then they or not being able to wrestle, and then they they just find a way. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So they they had to have Alexa Bliss represented somehow, some way. They just love her. So, you know, it's crazy that, that that's happening. And I swear, I can see Alexa and Nikki getting a decent run before finally they have Nikki turn on Alexa and Alexa's like this new big face character. You know, like that that's coming. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, feel, I see. I just, yeah, I just feel bad. I feel bad for, for what Sasha and Bailey were trying to do and never having that really fulfilled. Like, it just, yeah. it just sucks. Because they so. wanted to really build those titles up, and that's something that WWE is kind of failing at right now because I was – you know, even on Monday Night Raw when they had that Fatal Four Way for the tag team, and yeah. Iconics was a first pinfall, Gone, first yeah. eliminate. I was I was shocked by that. Yeah, I was like, damn. Okay, hmm. Wow, you yeah, guys that- are sure know how to make some uh, champs, huh? Right, right. <laughs> Gosh. I mean, we we could we could. There's such a rabbit hole here because now it I started is, thinking man. about us. Let's move on from this. Though. Let's, yeah, let's talk about you just, know our yeah. next favorite moment, maybe. Yeah. Oh man. Well, was that is that I, a, is that I, I, the next one up? Actually, is kind of I don't know. It's gonna be another downer, I think, because we're we're getting. I'm looking at the order. Oh here yeah, I'm getting of ahead matches. of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. <laughs> the WWE Championship <laughs> matchup. Let's just go right to that, let's man. Do that. So. We named this our unofficial main event, right? Yes. Like, if we're booking it based off of the buildup, based off of their history, yes. this matchup was the main event. It was the most anticipated match that we had. Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. They played the package again, the video package, and it was awesome seeing that. Um, 
you know, in their entrances. Like, I was really anticipating. I was getting hyped up for it. You know, Kofi Kingston comes out with the New Day. Um, you got Xavier Woods with the Stevie Wonder uh, braids, you know, and just like, you know, it just it was like fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I was into it. And, you know, Kofi's throwing yes. the pancakes around. There's some pancakes in the ring. There's little crumbs. And then uh, and during the match, Randy Orton picks up a piece of the pancake and, like, kind <laughs> of throws it at him. Right. And then uh, he, he tossed the pancake at him. And Kofi Kingston goes, yeah, nice toss, a dummy, or something like that. I was just like, oh, this is, this is going to be good. And then, yeah, for now, there's two, there's two ways, uh, a couple things I'm seeing that was happening here. One, I thought Kofi Kingston was putting his heart and soul into this matchup. Like, he was pulling out all the stops in terms of, like, he was doing the trust fall and just, like, all of his moves. Like, I could see it, you know. He's he's really invested in this story. Yep. I think Randy Orton was Randy Orton. Yes. Like, he yes. just I was just was, about to say that, Randy being Randy. He was just Randy being Randy. That's what it was, you know, like like going just through the motions, going through the motions. Basically, he doesn't have to work hard because he's Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. He was doing that, yes. you know, and it's it's if it, it, fine, it works because him just being Randy Orton, like he he's tossing Kofi Kingston on the table, you know, he's like doing his little glares and stuff and and his little tactics and you know grabbing him for the DDT on the ropes, hanging him up there, and you know it was classic Randy Orton. The crowd I felt was dead it through this whole it thing. Worked. There was a weird chant of like, you know, Kofi stupid, Randy sucks that happened, yeah. which I'm like, oh man, what what is going on? I was on? trying like, to make sure it was that was I hearing that correctly because I wasn't because you know, since I was having issues watching this, I'm like, all right, yeah. let me this is the time that I had switched to my phone now. And, you know, even though I was watching, I was like, What is the crowd saying? I don't know they saying Kofi is stupid. That couldn't be. Yep. And that's what yep. they were saying. Was wow. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like that that to me was was that's, a little bit That's effed like, up, man. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna keep it real. That's effed yeah, up. I don't care. That, that's effed up. Yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that was that was bad. That that I didn't like that chant at all. Yeah. Um and you know, the fans they have the right to say whatever they they want to a point at a you know, in terms of yeah, chance or whatever man, and making man, stuff up. I don't but, care, man. Kofi, nah. That seemed disrespectful. It, it seemed like they had gone too far with it, you know. So I, I didn't like that. Um, I get it because of the storyline. Yeah, the man, and they family used was the stupid too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another aspect to that too that I just thought about. You're right that the family, his kids, have to hear the crowd calling him stupid, yeah. and knowing the context of it and the storyline that they've been telling, and now the crowd is jumping onto it, thinking, "Oh, we're gonna use that as a dueling chant." Like, I don't know. Um, so anyway, that had happened. Um, now if what I did basically was try to tune out the crowd and just enjoy the match for what it was. And overall, I thought they were doing a solid job in the ring. Again, Kofi Kingston, I thought brought it like he was doing a great job. Uh, they get to the outside and Randy Orton is face to face with, with, uh, Kofi's kids, specifically one of his sons. Uh, he's looking like his son is kind of into it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's I looking think that's at one Randy of his youngest Orton. sons. Yeah. 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 And he's flexing at Randy and he's mean mugging <laughs> Randy. And Randy's looking at him like, what? You know, like, like, you, you trying to do that to me? Who do you think you are? Like, to this kid. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, Kofi, there, bro. Dude, it was that. I, I like that. Yeah. You know, it was going. And then Kofi uh, sees what's happening and then he just goes off on Randy. But out of nowhere, there's the 10 count. And I'm like, wait, what? We're ending this on a 10 yes. count? So you're telling me that this distraction, for, I guess Randy just 
didn't hear the count, didn't know what was happening, and this ref is just going to 10 count a WWE championship matchup? And it's going to end like that? Uh, just It was a disaster. It's other that, ways to, to me, continue this story. Come on, man. For, exactly. For and it's SummerSlam, and you're going to... No, and you're gonna have no, a, a, no. A, a you double count to, out? No, you have to end it. You have to have yep. one of those two guys pin the other one, submit the other yep. one, end it in a way. I don't care who wins. Randy could beat him and the story could continue. Kofi could beat Randy and the story could continue. Yeah. Like Kofi could beat him and then Randy it. could come out like, I'm not done with you yet. And I get that. Exactly. Look, Kofi, if Kofi gets the win, but then Randy after the matchup gets an RKO and does something sadistic to him in front of his kids, yep. that's going to continue oh the, the, the storyline. Bro, you know what that I'm is that simple. I'm like, why do it have to be that hard for yeah. WWE to just, man, just. It's so simple. It it's is. writing itself. It it's is. right there for it you. It is. Like, all right, Kofi just, wins, but, you know, it'll just be like, you know, he got a quick, maybe it's a quick roll up or something like that. And yeah. then, you know. Randy's pissed off, gives him an RKO right in front of his kids. He just lines him up. Like, yeah, hey, this, 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 this is your champ. Grabs a Singapore right, right. cane and just starts beating on oh Kofi right God. in front of his kids. Right in front there, of his family. Bro. Yes, yes. Could you imagine? Yes. Like, it's just kind of just choking so- him right in front of his son or something like yeah. that. And, like, man, you would just say, like, bro, Randy's on one. <laughs> Seriously, because he's, I mean, he's done some crazy yes. stuff, like with Jeff Hardy yes. with the earring oh and just God. pulling and yes. putting his finger in yes. the ear. Like, oh my God. Like, Kissing Stephanie just, while he, uh, what was this? Destroyed Triple destroyed H. Triple H, H had a handcuff the in, the, in the corner. Yep. He just, then he DDT'd Stephanie, and then Stephanie's on the ground, and then he kissed her while, while Triple H is looking at him, yes. like half knocked out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Randy, that's why he's the best, man. That's yes. why he's the best. Just the things he's yes. willing to do and the things that they let him get away with, right. man. Oh, my God. But yet we get a double count out because Randy decided to get a Death stare to Kofi's son. And got distracted and didn't hear the ref counting. And the ref, too, like, what are you doing? Like, you're, you're <laughs> going to count to 10 on the WWE Championship matchup? Funny how they didn't do that in the Universal Championship matchup yeah. because they were outside for, like, 10 minutes, let alone 10 seconds, yep. you know, during that matchup yep. when Seth was trying to set up his yep. big move and on then, the table. And then the we'll fans were that, frustrated after that double count out. Oh they were saying bullshit. Yeah. And I get it. They were I already, was pissed off. Yeah. I was like, well, were, that was underwhelming. That was very underwhelming because they were already kind of on the fence with the matchup. And like we said, yep. we, we're we not really with – we're not at all with the chant that they had. Oh, hell no. Um, you know, but you could feel it, right? Like they're kind of – they're not with the matchup. And then that happens. Like it's it's over. It's a wrap. Yep. Like at this point, SummerSlam is a disaster because that you're, the, the match that you had built up the best ended in the worst way yes. of maybe any of the matches on the card. Like, that's just silly. Great build, horrible way to close, though. Horrible way to close. Horrible. You had a great freaking build. The promo was was on point. This was a layup. Exactly, man. And, oh, my God. Like I said, SummerSlam was weird. Yeah. (laughs) It was weird. It was was bad. Up until this point, I was just like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. Like, to be honest with you, I forgot about the next match. I did, too. I I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Because I was, I was just wait. so, it took me so out of it, man. This whole, yeah. like, this lineup, this weird yeah. roundabout way we was doing these matches now, I, I was just yep. like, oh, yeah, that's right. 
The Fiend. Yep. The Fiend is still there. <laughs> yep. Man. Like, I, I knew, like, okay, Seth and Brock, like, all right, that's yeah. going to be next. Yep. And I wasn't into At this point, too, I'm just so, like, not into it that I'm thinking about that. I'm like, I don't want to see that match. I'm going to watch it, but I'm not really excited about that. And I'm like, wait a minute. We still haven't seen The Fiend. Like, Fiend and Finn Balor are still going to happen. All right, well, we'll see what happens there. And, you know, I'm not sure now, but we'll see. Oh, my God. But just to cap off Randy and Kofi Kingston, I just, what what do you think is coming next? Like, do you, you see, like, a stipulation type of matchup now? Like, where, where do you see this going? I, I don't know. It could be a, a stipula- stipulation. I don't know yet. You know, right now, I can just see you just getting personal. Uh, I think yeah. that's the next story he's going to get. It's going to get personal. Maybe Randy would do something. Uh, to his family, his family or talk about his yeah. family somehow to get in uh, to get in Kofi's head. I think that's the next progression in this story. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that yeah. too. I could see that too. I feel like they should have done that at SummerSlam. They should have started that better, you know, and had a finish. Yeah. But at the end of the matchup had him do something that yeah. it, you know is with the family and then you could build off of that and exactly. maybe have another matchup. Yeah, because the story was the story was told if you know story was is Kofi if he beats Randy it would validate his t- title reign but we didn't get that you know no. we could have got that and then we could have moved on to the next chapter and it this is when yep. it's going to get personal it was already kind of personal yep. because of tenure but this could get really personal now you know more than they're just yep. fighting against for the belt they just these people just don't like each other now like man exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. So hopefully uh, Kofi and Randy part two will be better than, than this and they actually have a finish because this kind of felt like, you know, what they did with AJ and, and Shinsuke or AJ and Samoa Joe where they just wouldn't let those matches finish and they just tried to milk it, yeah. you know, because they knew they had money a money match. Um, so they're just like, let's just find a way to keep this going. But in a weird, like unnecessary way. So, you know, hopefully this next matchup that they have, there's a definitive yeah. end. We even said that last week. We wouldn't care if, you know, it, it, like if Kofi Randy went, like if Randy or Kofi won, yeah. I was like, hope this story still continues, though. Yeah. Yeah, we, I, yeah, exactly. No matter what they did, I didn't want it to end. And Randy winning, you know, you would say, well, Kofi's going to try to get that belt back. We get it. There's no rematch clauses. But yeah. you could clearly just, because of the animosity there, like, and because of how just – there's no way that Randy wins and then Kofi's just like, okay, I'm at the back line. I'm going to move, you know, I, I got to do something else. No, no. Like, he's going to want to get that belt back. So it would be easy to write that story to get Kofi back in the mix if Randy won and vice versa with, with uh, Randy losing. So, you know, it just sucks that they did it this way with the double count out. No, it's, man. It was, it's, it was a lazy it was booking. Stupid. Lazy booking. Stupid booking. Yeah, stupid. Yep. Stupid and lazy. <laughs> stupid and lazy. Yeah, exactly. All right, now let's get to maybe the best moment this year on oh WWE television. God. Besides Kofi Kingston winning the belt at WrestleMania and and Becky, I think this was like a career-defining moment. This here was just I don't brilliant uh, masterpiece of a of a moment in wrestling history. Bray Wyatt, aka the Fiend, versus Finn Balor. Yes. So I'm feeling terrible about SummerSlam at this point. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, yep. this double count on law. What the? What is going yep. on? And you know, they announce, they show the video package for Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor. I'm like, okay, all right, let's see what happens. But I don't know. You know, I'm not feeling this. Finn Balor comes out. <laughs> he's 
you know, in basically this uh, all white version of oh, his gear. Bro. So it's white battle. I I, right. I, we got that wrong. I was like, we were saying maybe blue, blue battle, brown, yeah. yellow, rainbow. He came out white battle. Clean it as a whistle, white. Clean. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, when Shawn Michaels yes! fought The Undertaker. That's what I immediately thought. We came out that <laughs> yeah. white. Super white. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was like, all right, you know, he's he's wearing his his angelic like, you know, this this is I, I don't know what how to describe <laughs> it, but like you said, it's clean, like super clean, super all clean white leather white jacket on point. You know what I'm saying? It was just, you know, boots clean, super yeah, white, everything, everything. clean. Yes. Like, all right, you know, it's 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 cool. You should have brought the demon. You know, you really should have brought yeah. the demon for this. Even one. Corey said, said that. He was like, I don't get it. Yep. Bring bring out the big guns. You should have brought out the big guns because you needed it. Yes. So then it's Bray. It's Bray's turn to do his entrance. Oh, my God. The lights, you know, go out. And then you see in red letters, let me in. Oh, let him in. Let him in. Sorry. Let him in. Okay. Then you hear the music, right? And I'm trying to make out like this music is different. Like, what music are they using use for Bray? Are they gonna have a totally different theme or or what? He can't use his old theme again because it's just this is different. This is this is not Bray, the old Bray anymore. And you know, you start to hear it. It's like, wait, this is like the old theme, but remixed. Yes. Like this, like yes. more like sinister, evil death like, metal, like <laughs> death metal type of version of the old Bray Wyatt theme. I'm like, ooh, I'm digging this. And then the shocker. You see the old Bray Wyatt head yes. chopped off, severed head with the lantern in the mouth of the head. The, the mouth of Bray Wyatt's old head is wide open. <laughs> and that is the opening for you to see the lantern. Wow. I lost yes. it. Yes. I lost it. I was like, what the like what is going on how are they letting this on WWE television right now this is so dark and I love it like it was just amazing and just he just comes out you see him he's got the hood on you just see the braids hanging that is like that, face is covered that effing up. walk was creepy he's just taking his oh time down the ramp God. bro it was chilling it was spooky I was in awe and all the same time this is my emotions was everywhere for this my emotions oh, were everywhere for this. Even the music. I love the music. But he used the lyrics from the chorus from his old theme music into this. It was it was like, yes. dude, this is genius. This is brilliant. This is perfect. Perfect. I'm like, oh my God. Like I I want to just like watch this entrance and like really yes. dissect it and yes. go into it because yes. it was just it was something. It was a sight. The entrance it was a sight was to like, see. Was like Every time the Undertaker, you hear the gong and he's just walking down. You just, you just taking it in. That's how yeah. it felt. I don't know because it was just the debut. But if he comes out again, I feel the same way. Then I'm just, I'm say, yeah, that's confirmation. It's that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this yeah. is this entrance is the best entrance the right mi- now. Going yeah, he, the, everything. It the, is it. His the walk, the mannerisms is everything oh. changed about him with this character now. That damn lantern! I was shocked. Oh, yes, like I'm playing it right now. I'm looking at it. And I'm seeing. <laughs> I got it in the background too, bro. Dude, I'm like, <laughs> he, they actually had a mock of his head made, like to the point where, for the story purposes, you could say the old Bray Wyatt literally got, is dead now. Yes. he is dead. Yes. Head Flips is now rest. a part. Is a prop. His Flips head is a rest. prop for the fiend. Yes, unbelievable. 
unbelievable. It was so crazy. And then Leia, he just put it on the side of the ring. You know what I'm saying? Like that, just sitting there for the crowd to see. Man, that that music is on point, bro. He probably got the best music now. Probably has the best music now. That's it. Because before that was Alistair Black. But yeah. I would say this music is is this this beats it, it. beats it, this man. Beats it. it it does. Yeah. It's it's this is the best. It's best. The the whole entrance, the whole the whole setup is perfect, man. Oh, it's so with, with perfect. The fog, so him just the way they did his yes. name too. So like the fiend and in the background, it says "Let him in." Like just the way they wrote yes. it, and like they have it fade in and out. Oh my god, the blinking lights! Like I'm saying that again too. Like the spotlight is actually blinking; it's not a solid spotlight, so it still kind of holds that effect. Yes. Like every time he shows up, yes. when they have the lights blink on and off, like they're doing that during the entrance, and you still got the fireflies. Like everybody in the in the yep. audience, like still puts their light, the cameras yes. up. Like oh my god, just this whole thing, the whole presence, the whole setup of his entrance is like it was crazy. Genius, and when the lights man. get on, the camera zooms oh. in on Finn Balor, and what do you see? <laughs> Scared shitless. He's terrified. He's terrified. He needs new drawers. Yes. He shouldn't have worn all white. Yes. I'm, I'm watching with my daughter. My daughter says, Daddy, he looks scared. I'm like, yes. Yes, he, he is. is. <laughs> There's something wrong with him if he ain't. Right. Because I, be I was scared. I was scared. like freaking out over this whole, like, the, oh this God. interest, this whole character the fiend i was freaking out over this because i couldn't believe what i was seeing i couldn't believe wwe would let this go seriously yes like like how how i'm still trying to understand how they just decided yes we're gonna let this happen yeah like we're gonna do this and don't and please wwe don't overdo this he needs to bring that out like on special occasions like let him be like you know the bubbly kind when he needs to let him wrestle like that but when he needs to go and bring the fiend out Oh, bro. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. So this is this is where I think they should go with it. Is the fiend actually or Bray? Period. Shouldn't even wrestle all that often. Like I think what should happen is maybe he's just wrestling at pay per views and he just shows up and like you know ter- uh, uh, traumatizes certain wrestlers mm. and, and does things, but he shouldn't have matches on Raw or SmackDown. No, you save that for the pay per views. Yes, because this is a this is an event. Like anytime this man, you got to make people pay to see this yeah. dude. Like in a, in an I'll pay to see that up. entrance live, bro. I, I tell you yes. right now because I'm looking at it yes. right now. It's oh my yes. god, that mask. That's, that's is on just point. what it has to be. Oh, his, he has, right, his expressions, like the way he yes. was just even during a match, he would do a clothesline, and you just him like, like you didn't yeah. hear him do that before. No, no, he is all. He is totally invested in yes. his character. He is playing into it, and I love how during the matchup you could see like he was he was like torn, like he was battling with himself. Yes, like he would stop, yes. and he was like he was hearing a voice, and he was like, "What am I? What? What? You know?" And he put both hands up because he has like the what like hurt and pain or something like that on his hands, and so it's like he's trying to decide like what he's gonna do and what's going on in his mind, and that visual too is crazy seeing like. This crazy, sinister, sick individual, like, tormented, you know, and talking to himself. It's like, oh, my God. Like, Finn's dead. Like, there's no way. Like, this is over with. Um, I just I just loved every moment of this. Even that moment when he did the old school Bray Wyatt thing where he gets to the corner. Oh, and then he kind of, like, yeah. bends over backwards and kind of yeah. looks at Finn. Like, yep. it's so much scarier now yes. with this, this Fiend character. Yes, man. Just I'm loved it. all in on the Fiend character. Just the whole setup, just the way. Even I give props to Finn, man. Just showing yes. the fear. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And oh my he put God. he helped put this over. He did. So he much, did, man. man. You know, you know the first shot they shooting on. He just looks scared shitless, and 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 yeah. And the Phoenix is in the corner, not even paying attention. He's just in the zone right now, bro. I'm like, bro. I, I say this yeah. myself, man. Finn is dead. He's definitely he's getting he's definitely getting a pin here. He is not coming out here <laughs> winning at he all. Hundred percent, dude. On the Fiend, winning. 100%. No 99.9. No. 100%. 1,000%. Fiend is winning this match. There is no way, no doubt in my mind. I didn't even care that Finn had that quick little moment where he actually was getting some offense I knew where that was going. No. No. I was like, no. Please. Come on now. Now, stop. Stop, Finn. Right. Just, just, just. Just end yes. this. You know what I'm saying? You're only prolonging the inevitable yes. at this point. Yes. That's all you're yes. doing right now. And his finisher like, you are dead. is the manable claw, and you finish oh, him like it. that. I love he, it. He passed out. It's so perfect. Well, was, was it a pass or a pin? I think it was he a pass. out and he got a pin. Yeah. It was technically a pin. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Which was great. great. Yeah. It's like, so he passes him out, and he's, his shoulders are down, so the referee count the three. That's a crazy way to just finish a guy off. Yeah. Like, Oh my God! How about it was insane when he was in the middle of the ring and he had when Finn was on his knees and he came up yeah, by him and he kind of yep. just wrapped his hands around his neck and he it, gave the he gave the the the, the visual like he kind of broke his neck or snapped his, his neck. neck. Yes, that was crazy because yes. I'm like, did he just kill? Finn? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Did he just get carried away and actually just yeah. broke his neck? Like, because he just, he just snapped it like he like he's trying to break his freaking neck. That was terrifying too, man. Because it's like this is such an unpredictable, like crazy looking character. Yes, like that visual makes you think, okay, he's out of control. Like he's he's just he just killed him. Like he just killed him. Like he he could be capable of doing something crazy like that. Like oh, it was just so so good. So yeah. and that mandible claw, I'm saying again, man, that is just that is the most terrifying. Like, kudos to Mick Foley yes. for giving him the blessing to take that move, like because this is perfect for the fiend. This I've never seen the mandible claw look that scary. And when Mankind did it, you know, as like the mask Mankind, it was it was scary then, like back yeah. in the day. This is on another level. Oh, this, this, this is this is just some. Terrifying, yes. terrifying stuff, man. I asked my daughter, oh my I'm like, God. what if I woke you up with that mask on? What would you do? <laughs> Dude, if anybody woke me up, I'm a grown ass man. Right. If someone was standing over me and I woke up that way, I'm 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 waking up swinging, man. I'm waking up swinging. That's that's just my Seriously. automatic reflex. Cause my, my daughter reversed that question on me. She was like, What if I'm like, man, I'm waking up swinging. <laughs> Fighting for my life. Right. Like, I don't care who's in that bath. You shouldn't have woke me up like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It was crazy. Yeah, and then the ending here. So they had, like, I guess he got up to the rampway. I don't know how he got up there that quick. And they had the spotlight on him. It was blinking. He looked back and, like, the, oh, my God, just the lighting on it, the zoom in on it. That whole presentation from beginning to end was perfect. Telling you, you got to make people pay for that. Yeah, you, you do. Can't, you don't put that on Raw and SmackDown. No, that's, that's a no, 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 thing. no, no, no. On Raw and SmackDown, you get the Firefly Funhouse. Yes. That's it. You get those segments. Yes. Nothing else. Yes. And on pay per views, that's where you get the fiend. Right. You get you that entrance. You get that. the. That's yes. where you. Yeah, yeah. Because you might surprise attack with you here and there, but right. I don't want to see that on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. No. Right, because yeah. then you kill it. Yeah, you, you not overproduce it. You, you always seeing it. It, it doesn't, and it no. loses. 
It's aura. It's not the yeah. same anymore, man. You know how WWE like yeah. do it, like oh we're just gonna mm-hmm. overproduce it. We're just gonna I'm like no, man. Just no. make it feel no. special. Yes, yes, that's how it should be. Oh my god, kudos! This saved SummerSlam. This whole segment, I was so in at that point. I'm like, more. okay, it made me forget about everything. Everything that that happened that I was upset about, I was just like, nope. I, I, I'm 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 so happy. I feel like it was a worthwhile experience that just made the like saved this pay per view and made me feel like okay, I had a good night. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like no matter what happens at this point, because now even the Seth Brock Lesnar match at this point, I'm just like it's kind of an afterthought. I can, all I'm yeah. thinking about is the Fiend. That's all. I, that's like, all even I'm when that match about. Came, yeah. Right. That match is over. I'm telling my daughter, I'm like, I don't know what the hell I just saw. It was right. (laughs) I literally don't know what I (laughs) just saw. My God, I don't know. Right. Right. I'm I'm still like just trying to compose myself, and you know, let me get my thoughts together. Let me wrap my head around this, man. Like, what the hell did I just visually see? Man, I just see like a career defining moment. Yeah. Like, man, the the new Undertaker. Yeah, Yeah. because. Legit. Yeah. And at some point, you know, you saying that, and we've talked about this with Alistair Black before, like, I feel like that match has to happen. Like, at some point, you know, this year, I think that's the collision course right there is The Fiend and Alistair Black <sighs> is what I'm kind of wanting to see. Woo-hoo. So, and, and in that one, The Fiend has to go over. Yeah, yeah. He, he has does, to go over. He does. The Fiend needs to win. I don't, I don't want The Fiend to lose for, like, a straight year. Like that. That's just where I'm at right now. Yeah. Like you just need to build this up to where he's just unstoppable. Even if Finn come back as a demon, I'm sorry, demon got to take a hell. No, he's got to take it. He got to. He's got to. He got to. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where the loss comes from. I can't even see it. I don't. I don't. I I, 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 I just can't. He may just go undefeated. It just might be like an undefeated character. Yes. Like he just can't be beat. Yes. Like this now, the Fiend has yet to lose a match. Something like that. I'm like, hey, I think that's what it needs to be. Maybe that's just what yeah, it is. Because you got it could you, be Brock Lesnar and money I'm right no. there, bro. That is yes. money. Yes, yes. The crowd is bought in. Yes. Like, come on, because they were saying that was awesome. Yeah, that was even awesome. after that was awesome. Yeah. He was gone already, and they were still saying that was awesome. <laughs> oh my god, the Yowie Wowie chant uh, was in yes, there. Oh. Yes. So perfect. So perfect. Man, so yeah, we'll see. And for Finn, just to throw in this little tidbit, so you were saying earlier on that um, there was that thing in the back with him and, and AJ Styles giving him uh, say, hey, it's out there. That offer is out there. If you want to join, like we know you want to, we know you want yep. to. You know, I think if he does take this time off, it just makes sense for him to join up with them. Like he's hit rock bottom. This is it. Like join the OC, turn heel, restart your career that way. Oh, my God, it'd be so much fun to see him with those guys. So hopefully this leads to that for him on his side. Um, But take some time off because that'll help sell The Fiend even more, too, that The Fiend put him out for, like, two months. And then he comes back and, like, he's reconsidering his life. You know, he's reconsidering his life choices, basically. And he's just like, all right, I need backup now. I I can't. After what The Fiend did to me, I no. I need to change. I need. I need my friends. I need join my brothers. A, right, join a, just, Join the uh, OC yeah. man because he, he, he had that. He had that expression like he was really contemplating about it. Like, oh, maybe I need to. Yep. Yep. That's what. It, that's what I want. That's what I want. Oh man! All right. All right. What a what a moment. We got to move on, yeah. man. So we have to move on. Unfortunately. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> more to come, man. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. more to come on the fiend, but. To last last matchup to wrap this up the the Universal Championship matchup 
uh, was the main event, which we predicted. It was Seth Rollins versus the defending, the reigning, defending, undisputed Universal World Heavyweight Champion, yep. Brock Lesnar. Okay, so this matchup, we talked about this. I did not see any way that Seth Rollins would win this matchup based off of the story that they had told. The last two Raws, they had basically built it up to where Brock had, had killed him. Like, he had to damn near kill him. Damn near to get us aggravated assault. It. Well, that was aggravated assault. That was aggravated yeah. assault. Like, he should have Damn near attempted murder. <laughs> yep, yep. Just the uh, F5s on the chair, the F5 on the post, the F5 on the gurney. Then, you know, Seth Rollins came out the week later, you know, using a chair as a crutch. And then he got the F5s again. Like, it just, it just seemed like there was nothing left of Seth Rollins. Yeah. Um, so the, again, the way they sold it is like, this is ridiculous. Like if the, the fact that they're even having this match just seems silly, um, let alone to say Seth would even have a chance and Seth is guaranteeing victory. Like I will beat Brock Lesnar. I guarantee it. And I'm like, no, this is, this well, is hold on, on. Wait, you're, you're underselling it. He didn't say it like that. He was like, all right, SummerSlam, I'm going to beat Brock Lesnar. Okay, what the hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It I mean, he said, "Right, I guarantee it." I, right, I guarantee. I guarantee it. it. Like what? What? Where is this coming from? Based <laughs> off of what? Right. Based off of right. what? Seth Rollins does exactly. nothing. Exactly. <laughs> this six days later, after you barely could walk, and you're trying to tell me you guarantee victory against Brock? Okay, okay. So you know, fast forward to this matchup here. Um, Seth Rollins comes out. He's got this ribs wrapped up. He's kind of still hobbled, not as hobbled as he was on Raw, but he's still walking gingerly. He gets down on the ring. They ring the bell, and then it was like a flash super kick into a stomp right away. Yeah. And I'm like, what the F is going on? So he goes for the pin. Brock kicks out immediately. I'm like, okay, okay. That that maybe you're just trying to sell me that it's adrenaline you know, and that he's just trying to, this is, this is it. This is his one shot. And he just, he took it and, and he, he failed. So it's over. Right. right. So, you know, Brock is, is trying to, you know, muscle him and, and dominate him. And he tries to do a German suplex. Seth lands on his feet, super kick. And then another stomp. I'm like, what the, what is happening? Like, why is, is, where is Seth getting this from? Like, what is going on? And it was, I was like split. I was split between like being excited about how the match was going to questioning the logic of this whole situation. Like it just didn't make sense, but I wanted to enjoy it because I do want like the belt off of Brock. Well, he had some logic counter moves in there that I, it made it acceptable in, in him to like, all right, he tried to go for a suplex and Seth Rollins landed on his feet. On his feet, I get, yeah, but it's like, how is Seth even, like, I feel like at certain parts of this matchup, it seemed like the injury went away. Like, all of a sudden, oh, yeah. Seth yeah, yeah. just stopped selling the injury. Like, the ribs were you done. Know? They weren't even hurting anymore until, like, even after hurting. he won the belt, all of a sudden, they're all hurting. Right, they're hurting again. I'm like, what is going, like, when he did the suicide dive, he did it three times. Like, he did the suicide dive, then he ran back into the ring, then he did it again. He, he did that three times. Yeah. And it seemed like he wasn't selling that injury anymore. And then Brock would do something to him, like he ran him into the post, you know, and then, okay, he's hurt again. I'm like, okay, he's selling it again. But I don't know. It just seemed like he, he, they, 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 they maybe had oversold the injury if this is the way they were going to go with the match, is how I feel. Like last week's show, my brother made a great point. He said it would have been better if Seth, after he had gotten the F5 on that gurney, if he didn't show up again until tonight. 
because by us seeing him last week, we got a good se- or on Monday, we got a good sense of how hurt he, exactly he where was supposed was. to be. Yeah, you came down limping on using a chair right. as a crutch. Yeah, because you can barely so hold yourself a- up. I'm like, what the hell is this? Right. It just looked like a joke, like oh, yeah. like, and then the mat, the pay per views in, in six days, like to sell us that he's just got these mass, these recovery powers to where <laughs> he's going to go from that to a guy that's going to beat Brock Lesnar. Like, what does he have a mutant healing factor? Like, know, what's man. going on? Maybe, like, maybe he just... got some sensu beans we don't know about, man. Some <laughs> FDA exactly. FDA approved sensu beans. FDA approved, right? Right. <laughs> yep. Next thing we're going to hear is he fails the wellness program because you know he was. <laughs> 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 because that's the only way that explains this man to me. I don't know. So it's like it, it, I'm, I'm conflicted about how I feel about this and how this ended up going. And, you know, the ending of this matchup, like, I mean, just go ahead and say it. Set, set. Well, one spot I did like, even though the injury should have played a part here, too, is when he did the frog splash off the top yeah. to Brock, who was on the table, on the announce table. I thought that was a cool spot. But again, you're doing a frog splash, so your your midsection is taking the brunt of the impact, and you're selling broken ribs. Like, yeah, you should be done. Yeah. That's it. Even when and he did even it he again went out in the even ring, even when he went out, Seth Rollins uh, kept on going out the ring, jumping out uh, to Brock. He caught him that third time and slammed him into that on the post, on the, post. the ring post. Yep. You should have been selling your ribs, man, because it hit your back. Exactly. And, but if your ribs are hurting, your ribs are hurting. That's it. Like, any impact that you take, it's going to be hard to breathe. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be able to, like, I don't know. It's just the selling I felt like was was off. Yeah, it know, was. With, it with, was. With what the match that he was, was having and then the injury he's supposed to have, it just didn't seem to match up. And especially with a guy like Brock Lesnar. Like, all right, if it's someone, you know, like, let's say it's AJ Styles, right? Yeah. Like, okay, I could maybe accept it a little bit more. But Brock Lesnar is made to inflict punishment. Like, the dude... Like he grabs you, he's he's trying to hurt you. You know, he's ramming you into the turnbuckle. You know, he's doing the F five. He's doing the German suplexes. Like you're a guy with hurt ribs. I I just don't. I don't know. It's just hard to accept that. But like I said, the other there's another part of me too that actually enjoyed just on its own. Mm-hmm. Like if I forget the buildup, if I just put that aside for a second and watch the match for what it was. It was entertaining the way they had the match go. It was. On it was. Yeah. You know? like That's I, a good I point. If I haven't it. watched the build up and I just watched this match for what it was, in all this, it was actually a decent match. Yeah. It was just the, yeah, so, the build up was, in the, and the logic didn't make sense, man. It kind of missed. It didn't it, you guys had yeah. some missed opportunities with that logic. Exactly. Exactly. There was a moment, too, that I actually really loved where. Brock was carrying Seth with the wrap oh, that he was yeah, using man. to cover up his yeah. ribs. He like swung Seth swung Rollins around like, oh, like a rag. Man, Brock gives zero Fs. I'm just gonna swing you around and yes. round and we go. <laughs> Dude, Paul Heyman was on the side like laughing. Like I saw, I caught a glimpse of his face. Like he he thought it was hilarious the way that he was just swinging him around. I'm like, oh my god, like that. That's something I've never seen before. So for for that moment, I thought, okay, this is. This is really entertaining, just the thought. And I don't think, I don't even know if that was something that was planned. I feel like Brock just saw an opportunity and just went with it. It was great. Yeah, man. But in all, you know, it's cool that Seth is a champion again, but I, just, yeah. I, I don't know where this goes, though. I don't know if we still continue the story with Brock. I hope not. I no, hope we move on and, and put some, you know, hopefully we can go and see what's going on with Drew. All right, because yes. he he needs to be the top heel for that show. 
Yes. He does. And, yes. And I, go for I the belt. I would love. So, but here, okay, so now here's the thing. Here's here's a question I got for yeah. you. With the way that they just booked this for Seth, the way he just beat Brock Lesnar, would you buy Drew going against Seth? Or really, I mean, it's hard to actually, for me, it's hard to buy anybody against Seth right now because he just, he's massively strong now. He just, like, tw- 10% of Seth Rollins just beat Brock Lesnar, you know, healthy, yeah. right? So now you just booked yourself into a corner to where... He, no one can beat him. It's like it's it, it's going to be hard for me to accept anybody against Seth Rollins just the way that they did this matchup. So I, I don't know. What what do you think? Uh, you know what? With Drew, see, Drew is a, is it's a different type of cat, man. He's a different type of specimen. So with him, I probably could buy it with Drew because he shows that intensity. He gets in your head. He he talks in the ring. So I can buy that. If it's a strong looking match from Drew, so so yeah, I, I can buy. It. I I probably just have to suspend my disbelief though. Real talk. <laughs> yeah, I think because I guess when when I'm when you're talking about it, what I'm thinking to myself is I want to buy it. I want to try to to buy that this is something that could happen, but. Yeah, it just seems like the way that Seth just did this. If Seth is a hundred percent, no one can beat yeah. him now. Like that's just the way they booked him. Is no one can be because Brock, Brock Lesnar was a hundred percent, and he just lost to about ten percent of Seth Rollins. That's just what I saw. So a hundred percent of Seth Rollins is is on God move now. He said that's it. He's one punch man at this point. Like there's no way that anyone can beat him. Just the way that they booked it. So logically, I think that this match was kind of a miss. It was um, on its own. It was fun, but it doesn't it doesn't really help. The, the booking going forward because you, you got to kind of erase this matchup for your mind when you think about future matchups with him. Like a, a Baron Corbin now just seems like a complete joke. Like he better not have a matchup with Baron nah, Corbin man. when they try to sell us like Corbin has a chance. Please, no, like, no, no, that's no. dead. He, it's he over. With. Done. That's, let's he's let him done. take a nice little vacation. Let him enjoy his vacation right now. Whatever he's doing, yeah, he could just stay there because <laughs> there's no point. No, after what just it's happened, not. Baron Corbin needs to it's be like, not. all right, I'm going to take uh, about six more months to go ahead and uh, <laughs> you know sip some mai tais on the beach or whatever and just chill. Like, there's no, there's no point in even coming back to RAW at this point. There you go, uh, Drew. Like you yeah, said, I, I hope up. that that is the next man. Up. Yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed that it's yeah. him or, or someone of that ilk. I mean, you know, the one guy I could buy would be Roman Reigns, actually. For the universal like title? In term, because, yeah, that's another guy that they built like that, you know, because Roman beat Brock. Oh, okay. So you could say, yeah, yeah. now I know they're both faces and they still got the friend thing going. Yeah. Roman has his own thing with Daniel Bryan. He's going to start. But down the road, I could see a situation where maybe they try to book Roman against them uh, just because that's another one of Vince's guys that, I could see them having Roman beat Seth, you know, for for the title. Um, maybe it's not a one on one thing. Maybe it's like a elimination chamber or something like that. But I could see it, it just in terms. I'm thinking the booking and like the 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 hole that they put themselves into with this. Yeah. If I don't erase this match, I'm trying to think of who would be an acceptable loss at this point. And I think Roman Reigns would make a lot of sense because Roman has beaten Brock. You know, like he beat him at last year's SummerSlam, right? He like did. that was that was yeah, yeah. he did. When he so finally be got person. that, finally beat him. Yep, yep. So I think that could be a dude. I mean, maybe Braun. You know, you could you could make a case for Braun if they get back to trying to book him. I wouldn't want to see that, man. Braun yeah. and and Seth. That to me, 
to me that that that's a weird match. That is yeah. that is that went anywhere. You got two faces. That might just like no. Nah, he needs a yeah. heel. The cleanest one is Drew. It is. I, it I'm, is. I'm in hundred percent agreement you, with you. You need a strong heel, and that's your it's top just heel. The the booking they just, they just got to start booking him stronger now too they because do. he just looks weak. Period. Unfortunately, with, with Shane, he looks terrible, yes. and he's, I just I can't buy it completely man, right now. Yep, calling this dude. This came out his came out his mouth, man. Best in the world. That's what Drew really thinks. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, he really is a psychopath, then I guess. <laughs> calling Shane the best right. in the world. Man. You must have lost your mind. <laughs> oh man, he shouldn't even be able to lace up your boots, and you call him the best. Yeah, in the world. man. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Man, so yeah, that that's but but overall, like I said, it it was an enjoyable moment. I think you know you just kind of have to erase what we saw to accept Seth's matches going forward because they're they're not going to use this to basically make Seth unbeatable. You know, going forward, you 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 can't like if if you use this matchup, he should not lose another match. He just shouldn't. One hundred percent of Seth Rollins is is Goku at like. You know, Super Saiyan God basically at this point. <laughs> like it's just over with. You know, he's 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 done. Yeah. You know, at this point. So, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Drew, I like I like your call with Drew. Yeah, I think Drew is is the next man up, it, and naturally he needs to be man because right now he's been kind of that guy in the background. I don't know why because when you look at him, man, he's he's money. Has yep. the look. You know what I'm saying? He has the build, and man, to me, he's just. Being, oh, he's just being. You guys, you guys are just wasting on him right now, man. And just you know, hopefully he could be put in the story with the WWE, well, not the WWE Championship, but the Universal Championship. Universal yeah. Championship, yep, yeah. Because there's no other heels that really make sense on on Raw right now. Nah, I. Like you could say, I mean, if AJ Styles was a Universal Champion, it would be him. Yeah, you know, but they already had a matchup too. Unless he's so. greedy, he wants to do that. Which I, I mean, can. he could. That's another. That. He could say yeah. double champion. Exactly. Yeah. Why not? Shit. And with the OC, that'd be another way to kind of build yep. that up. Like he's getting help from the club, and so you know that would you help kind of even the odds. Really have like, all the gold. He got the, t- the United States belt. <laughs> wow. With the Universal, he took both, and they got the tag yeah. team championships. Damn, that would be awesome. Would. I kind of want to root for that now. Hmm. Like if it's not Drew, that would be that'd yeah. be pretty cool. Because he now because AJ's riding this wave right now, momentum. Ever since they kind of mm-hmm. rebranded the OC and they're looking more vicious and aggressive, so why yeah. not? Yeah, gosh, yeah that that'd be that'd be pretty cool. The next pay per view I think is Night of Champions. Yep. So we'll see what they what they do there because all the all titles, the titles are defended defended now. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That'll be interesting. I think for so just just real quick, I, I guess for Seth, we're saying Drew McIntyre, Seth probably will be the matchup yep. there. Um, Night of Champions. I, I, at least that's what we're rooting for. I could see AJ and Ricochet actually going at it again at Night of Champions. Now that, it, it, now it that probably, I think about it that, it probably be their grudge match because you know he did yeah. beat him down after he won. Right, right. So I could see that the OC defending probably against the Usos. Um, yeah. So that's like a little quick pr- uh, prediction for for what the matches could yep. be at Night of Champions. You know, going forward. But then after that, I think um, if if Seth. And um, uh, AJ retain. 
Um, I, I really like that idea about maybe AJ versus Seth and AJ trying to claim all the gold and maybe beating Seth for that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, man. Like, I could see AJ just being cocky. Like, why not? I can't get all the gold. I'm the best. I'm mm-hmm. the phenomenal AJ Styles. <laughs> so I could see that, man. You know, and yep. that's my man's too. So why not? You know? and Let's make it right. happen. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right. Any final thoughts, man? We made it. We're at the end of SummerSlam. Any any final thoughts thoughts to round this out? Well, you you guys were lacking star power in this one, and the only bright spot was the fiend. Was a hmm. to me was a career defining moment. So, hopefully, you know, on tomorrow's well, actually tonight's because man, it's almost one thirty. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> it's Monday. Right, night. right. So actually for tonight's Monday Night Raw, hopefully they'll correct some things uh, uh for that show. Yeah, man, like like you said, the fiend. For me, the fiend saved SummerSlam for sure. Like it was just a great moment. I'm gonna rewatch that before I go to sleep tonight just to see. I mean, hopefully I mean maybe that's not a good idea. I might have some nightmares <laughs> seeing that. But <laughs> like legit, I'm gonna watch this with all the lights on. <laughs> 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 All the way y'all. I got no shame saying that either. I got no shame saying that. Shoo. I'm a grown man, but damn it, that thing was scary. Hey, real talk, man. If you watching that, the lights off. If I hear like a creak or something, I'm like, hold on, what was that? Some moving. So, so funny, funny, funny thing actually, while we were watching the the entrance, um, my brother has uh, the smart lights, the hue yeah. lights. So he goes in his app without me seeing it, and he shuts off all the lights as it's happening. I was like, oh, damn. Like, that was the timing was perfect. <laughs> so he just kind of really set it up well. And I guess I was just so hyped. Like, I wasn't, like, I actually was going with it, and I thought it was really cool in the yeah. moment. But you saying it just now like that, I was like, yeah. If, I, if, if just watching that, you know, right now before I go to sleep and with all the lights off and then hearing a sound or something, I might be a little bit. You know, like, whoa, yeah. okay, hold on. No, nah, nah, I can't do this. <laughs> exactly. I don't want the fiend showing up in my in my bedroom just being like, hey, man, yowie wowie. Like, ah! <laughs> like, no. Right, man, I want no problems. No, no, not at all, not at all. But, yeah, man, it was, it was an amazing, amazing moment. I just loved it. Um, yeah, and overall, SummerSlam, I mean, it, 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 the SummerSlam card was, there was some good moments, there was some bad moments, there were some burials, there yeah. were just things that we, we didn't like, some things we did, it was just kind of all over the place, it this was, whole pay-per-view. Man. Like I said, it was um, a weird, it was a weird uh, SummerSlam. Weird SummerSlam, I mean, TakeOver beforehand, I thought, was amazing, we, uh, we rated that a, just an A-plus show overall, just great as usual, it's always hard watching a, a WWE pay-per-view right after TakeOver, because like, you inevitably is, I compare man. it. I don't know, like to compare it's like, because it's uh, like apples and oranges, but it's, di- it's hard it's not different. to though. Yeah, and they're both in Toronto, they're yeah. both using the same arena, yeah. you know, it's just like, man, like, how is this, why is it so different, you know, but... It just is what it is. But overall, you know, I think The Fiend really did save SummerSlam. So thank you, Bray. And that's where we'll end it. So that's the end of our SummerSlam uh, wrap-up. Um, so that'll do it for, for now. Uh, we'll catch you guys again. We'll do another recording this week to talk about Raw, SmackDown, and NXT this week. Uh, but until then, this is a feast. From, with me, as always, is Devin. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.